Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame in his game because he is always the same. That's me. Grumpy, welcome. Yes. How are you this Wednesday evening? Fine. Yourself? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Just I, general I, housekeeping I, items before we get things started today. This is a twice a week Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, we invite you to stick around a while. We invite you to subscribe on YouTube, to like on Facebook, and to follow on Twitter. Again, we go live every Wednesday and Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also have an additional podcast that is a, it's just an all thing sports. We talk NHL, we talk NBA, we talk MLB, we talk college athletics, we talk NFL, we talk Premier League, we talk horse, we talk anything and everything sports, fan fights, ice wars, we talk a little bit of it all on that podcast. It's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. That happens every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You could find that in the link in the description below or as a featured page on our YouTube channel here. It's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Um, I think maybe we're going to have to also talk about fashion do's and don'ts. And I'm going to say not having a shirt that buttons up even remotely to halfway on your body is a fashion faux pas, uh, unless you're a young lady, of course. So I think that's an issue going forward. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not sure how that ties in at all to anything. I'm looking at the shirt that you're wearing. You're just trying I mean, to trash my did you, did did you even have, freaking, have, You're just trying to trash my freaking apparel, and I don't like it, Grump. Have you even attempted to you, – do you know what buttons look like? They're the little round things, and they go in the little circular hole, the little slit holes on the side, and you fill them up there. I mean, I don't there understand. There are no buttons. You see how this button, Grumpy, is white right here? You see that button there? That's a white button. You see how there are no buttons up the rest of this shirt, Grumpy? What do you not get about that? You should maybe put another button it's designed on Designed to be a free-flowing shirt, my guy. John Tavares wore something like that when he was going for free agency at one time. Are you saying this is pajama shirt, Grump? That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like pajama boy shot shirt. It's exactly pajama what I'm saying. Shot. Oh, Grumpy. Oh, Grumpy, Grumpy, Grumpy. Um, well, welcome all. Um, man, the offseason is it, it's in a, it's still in a good spot right now for the offseason, right? You know, at least 
even though the Islanders aren't playing, which is disappointing, at least we do have playoff hockey to watch. That's for certain, Grump. Um, I guess since the last time we podcasted, the Rangers went ahead and beat the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, and the Rangers are facing off against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals. Very true. And I thought that Carolina would win. They had their chances. They just they just couldn't put the puck in the net. Um, I think Carolina needs to get a little bit more physical. Um, and Ranta just sucks in goal. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They were carrying the action early in Game 7, and he lets in a weekie, and then it was like Katie bar the door. I, I just I, – I know I've mentioned to you pre- previously – but I'm like, I'm just really surprised with how many injuries to goaltenders we've had in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. Mm. Ah. There's quite a few. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, there have been on social media when it, when it gets to a time period to where the Islanders, right, where they're, where they're not playing right now, the social media is going wild, grumpy old man, going wild. Can you tell me some things? Because, you know, I have zero social media presence. No social media presence. Well, Grumpy, let me put you like this. We've got <laughs> Phil's facts. I don't know if he's just trying to poke. The uh, he's trying Phil to... is so boring. <laughs> it's so dull. Yeah. Like, we like Phil. Everyone knows. We, we love Phil. Um, let me, let me put you like this. He's trying to stir what grumpy. He's a good guy. Too. I think he's trying to stir up the bear. I, I can't say that with a hundred percent. I can't say that, you know, with a hundred percent validity behind it, but he's making post grumpy online. The reason I figured I'd show you this just because we know Phil, Phil friend of the show. He says, I want Sorokin to spend his summer watching <sighs> Igor Shesterkin's game film. Just imagine if Sorokin could reach that level i don't know i think he's been pretty darn good um, god almighty I, I, come on phil i mean number what uh, sorokin end of the season sorokin end of the season what, he had the second highest high danger save percentage in the nhl or is he top five i mean they got sorokin's a top five goalie i'd argue he's a top five goalie and that's this season right i don't think he necessarily particularly had a great start to the year either and he had a very, very good, strong end, and he still ends up being a top five goalie, in my my opinion. And and I'm thinking about it. This is Shesterkin's career season. It's a career year for him. And again, he's going to win the Vesna. There's no doubt about it, and he deserves to win the Vesna. But it's not like these guys are on different freaking planets. These guys are within the same freaking orbit. They're right there next to each other. I think Sorokin. I, I can't remember when was the last time that Shesterkin even beat the Islanders. I know Sorokin takes it personal when they play. I know that. I mean, here's the way I look at it. The New York area has two of the top 10 goalies in the league, any way you look at it. I mean, last year, Shesterkin was terrible. He was not good. This year, he's been the best goalie in the NHL, without a doubt. Goaltenders up and down, up and down often. So, like I said, it's not a concern for me. I'm happy we have Sorokin. The Rangers should be ecstatic that they have Shesterkin. I really don't see much difference between both of them, to be honest with you. Hey, Phil says, I hope Sorokin starts watching some film of Shesterkin and get ready for next year. I, I couldn't have, I, I know, I know Phil. He's oh, got to be a troll. That's just him trolling around. Well, and maybe he gathered a huge response on Twitter too. Well, maybe what Phil was trying to say was if he watches Shesterkin, 
He'll learn things not to do, which can only make his game better. Mm. There's my positive Islander spin on it. No, I, I don't think I don't think it's like that. Let me put you like that, Grumpy. I don't think it's I don't think it's that cut and dry. Um, but uh, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes and um, lose again. Had they didn't win a single road game all playoffs long, they're in a spot to where. Wow, you have to be questioning: Is Rob Brendan Moore's seat starting to get a little toasty? No, no, no. You played with a backup and a third-string goalie in the playoffs. You know, their backups and third-stringers for a reason, okay? Freddie Anderson was their starting goaltender, probably another top-five goalie in the league last year. They had the best defensive record in the league last year. He goes out, it hurts your team. It's like saying if Vasilevsky goes out for Tampa Bay or Sisterkin goes out for the Rangers and they wind up losing, should those coaches be on the hot seat? No. Because you got their starting goaltenders are out. It makes a difference. It really does. I mean, same thing with Pittsburgh, right? Sullivan, should he be on the hot seat? No, because he was playing with whoever the hell. Domingue was a third-string goalie. And he and they should have beat the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But they were playing with a third-string goalie. If they had our pal Tristan Jari in there or even uh, the Smith, I think they beat the Rangers. Domingue was terrible. That's why I'm, it's like it's interesting that there's I've, I've ne- I seriously I've never remembered a year when there's been so many injuries to the top goalies in the league. I can't remember it in the playoffs. It's odd. Yeah, you're right. You don't see it all that often. Uh, maybe this is right. Maybe this is now goalies, right? They've had think about it the last two years. And it, maybe some of these, you know, the star goalies of teams have gone from, hey, we're playing a 52-game regular season, and then I played the truncated COVID year. We played 72 games, and then we had a break, and then we came back from the bubble. This is their first time playing, you know, back to 82 and then plus playoff performances, you know. So you wonder if that maybe has something a little extra to do with it. It could. You know, I hate it when TJ comes up with a lucid point, but I got to give it to him when he does. That could have had a bearing on it. Oh, man, oh, man, I tell you. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I figured you get a little kick out of that by Phil's facts. Let we'll the pick on about it. And we have him on, on the show this summer. Um, <laughs> um, you know, that being said, um, I, I think Brenda Moore and, and here's the thing, right? Cause Phil, Phil and I, we were messaging each other. He said he doesn't put much. He doesn't buy the Freddie Anderson excuse. He thinks it's, I, I don't want to misquote him, but he thinks it's lazy grumpy. He thinks it's mentally obtuse grumpy. He doesn't like it. Cause he says, well, they only scored two or fewer goals in six of the seven games they were in. But so they were they were they were run off they were run off the ice, grumpy old man. It wasn't just as simple as um goalie out, they lose the series because of bad goaltending. Because he did also count they went one for sixteen on the power play. Grumpy, what's your response to that? Yeah, but here's the thing. They were dominating in game seven early on, and they give up that really weak penalty goal right at the end. It's like and you just saw the whole team. They went, ugh, here we go again. Ronta gave up a boatload. I and mean, he made a lot of great saves in the series, but you cannot let the weak goal in or, or two every single game. It's so deflating for your team. It is. See, that that's what I mean. That's the difference. It's not like he can't stop a puck. It's that, man, you let that really weak goal. And he was terrible, by the way, in the last game. The last two games, he was terrible. Okay. He let in like four weak goals in two games. You cannot do that. Now that said, I believe Ronta was also injured. His movement skills were not great. 
He went, he stayed down a couple of times. I believe he was also injured. They just didn't trust the, the kid, uh, whatever his name starts with a P. Pro, pro whatever, whatever, prolactic, whatever the hell. Is As, I, I know you're talking about who who made his yeah. first. What did he make his first NHL appearance, like game 80 of the regular season or something like that, due to injury? Yeah, and he wound up playing a bunch of games in the playoffs because of injuries. Yeah. It's like you know, if you're 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 playing an injured second string goalie and a rookie third string goalie in the NHL playoffs. Okay, tough to be same successful thing. like that. Same and the same thing with uh, with Pittsburgh. Sisterkin was very human against Pittsburgh. And like I said, Louis Domingue cost Pittsburgh that series. Mm. He was very Tristan Jari-like this year. Oh, there it is, Grumpy. A little callback to the old times. Well, I, I will tell you this. I think I agree with you. I think that Anderson being out hurt them. I still think that that Rob Brindamore's seat starting to get a little warm. I don't think it's like red hot. I think it's – here's the thing. If next year they don't have postseason results, he's gone. It's as simple as that. And I think it should be, right? I don't care if you got every player under the sun out. You're obviously not going to have that. I don't care. There are no excuses next year, right? Postseason results are required now. No more freaking excuses. Okay. They won a playoff round this year, and they went to game seven in the second round against a team that, you know, hypothetically could be a Stanley Cup champion. I mean – you know, I'm not saying that the Rangers will, but I mean, they're playing well right now. Shesterkin is playing really well. Shesterkin was great in that series against Carolina. That was the difference in the series. It was goaltending, goaltending. And that's why I look at what's going out on the West and I'm like, does Tampa really have anyone who can beat them right now? Well, let's let's talk a little bit about what's going on out West. You've got Edmonton against Colorado, who faced off yesterday. Um, Colorado won in a barn burner, an eight to six victory over Edmonton. And no, we're not talking about, I don't even know, eight to, eight to six in a freaking playoff game. Undamn believable, Grumpy. I tell you, lots of goals will be scored that series. And another big note Darcy Kemper goes out with injury. The Colorado Avalanche goalie goes out with an upper body injury, does not return. And you have Franceau in there in net. Now, I think that could completely change the dynamics of the series. Possible, but Mike Smith's in goal for Edmonton. There's your equalizer right there. The Kos- I know he got- Koskinen, the good old Koskinen, ex-Islander goalie. Koskinen might have to come in there. Yeah, I just, to me, what it reminds me of, it's like an all-star game. And I don't mean, oh, because everybody's so great. It's the fact that they don't play any defense, and that's either team. I mean, it's like, wow. I mean, but here's the, the NHL's got to love that, right? Eight, six games. Woo. They have, they're absolutely ecstatic about that. Then I'm thinking about what matchups does the NFL, does the NHL want to have for the Stanley Cup finals? Because that tells you how they're going to, you know, officiate games and stuff like that. Conspiracy. Oh, you jumping, you're jumping there already, huh? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, but I mean, you look at it, any matchup is pretty good, right? Colorado, best team, well, best team out in the West. Uh, high-flying team. Nathan McKinnon's great. Cal McCarr's great. Um, can't do their, you know, they're a team that's supposed to be one of the favorites. Then you got Edmonton, who has Connor McDavid, right? Who wants that? Well, the people in Toronto want that. Uh, and then you look at, on the east side, you got two-time defending champion Tampa, who's probably the least offensive of all the teams, but play the better best defense of the four teams remaining. And then you got the New York Rangers, you know, Madison Avenue. 
So I'm saying, well, who does would the NHL want in the finals? And I don't think actually they can have a bad finals. There's always there's a storyline no matter how you look at it. But TV ratings wise, what do you think they really want? Probably Colorado and the Rangers. That's what they probably want. I don't know. I think you're right, though. Every single team that advances is a storyline for certain. I would say the Rangers might have the least of the storylines. I think no matter what team comes out of the West, there's a big storyline. Colorado finally taking the next step, right? Are they finally going to return back to the greatness they had, you know, a decade and a half ago, two decades ago, under the guys like Sackick, under the guys like Forsberg? How are they going to finally progress? Do they have enough for a guy like McKinnon really to take that next step forward? And, you know, and Landeskog, et cetera. And for Edmonton, I think the story is easy, right? No Canadian team has won a cup in, what is it, over 20, over two decades? No Canadian team's won a cup. I think it's more, I think it's closer to almost three decades than it is two decades. I can't remember. It's it's an astronomical number. But, you know, Canadian team hasn't won a cup in two decades. And Connor McDavid has 30 points right now in the NHL playoffs, Right. The, the record for most points in an NHL playoffs is 47 set by Wayne Gretzky. Depending how this series goes, and now he's playing against a backup goaltender for an already meh defensive team in Colorado. Who's to say he won't be able to continue to put up points? If Edmonton advances to the Stanley Cup Finals, I freaking, I promise you this, put fucking money down on it now. He will break... Wayne Gretzky's scoring record for most points ever recorded in the NHL playoffs in a single NHL playoff season. We'll I firmly believe that if Edmonton advances, he's 17 points away right now. I mean, I don't anticipate them beating Colorado in four straight games if they were to advance, and I don't anticipate it to be a sweep or anything like that in the playoffs or in the finals. I just don't see Edmonton beating Colorado. I just don't. Franco's in net. Who the hell knows, Grumpy? He looked shaky at best. How did Mike Smith look? He looked awful. Okay. <laughs> uh, like here was, said, it was a Colorado home game, though. I, I, he can't stop a shot. He sucks. The first game that he played against Calgary it was like that, too, where he was lit up, I believe. So maybe that's just the juju they need. A little bit of that magic is to get torched in game one and really come back. Yeah. Colorado's not Calgary. I, I don't I don't think there's any way Edmonton beats Colorado in that series. No shot. None. But think about that, right? So the West, it has it's got its storylines no matter who wins and advances. Edmonton, I think, has a little bit of a stronger claim possibly than Colorado. Um, but either way, I don't think any result in the West, I think the league is happy with. Now the East is a little different. I think to a certain standpoint, they want Tampa to be, oh man, they've got a chance to three peat in the Stanley Cup Finals. I do believe that's something that they would be interested in. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, they're intruding in on that Islanders dynasty time. I'll tell you that. I, I've, I've said it before, and I'll be honest. I was looking online. I felt like one of those people back in like the um, the Salem witch trials where they're hanging any any Islander fan that might possibly root for the Rangers. They're going out in the street corners and ready to burn them at the stake. How dare an Islander fan pull for the Rangers? That's how we know you're a red coat. You're not a real Islander fan. I, I'm sorry. Maybe I just cannot. I, I don't like another team intruding on our special spot, right? The Islanders dynasty, the four cups in a row. I just don't like that, Grump. Okay, they're only halfway there. 
it gets harder the longer you go. It I think they cakewalk past. I think they cakewalk past the Rangers. I think they do. And okay. that's nothing to say against. I think the Rangers had a very, very successful postseason. The Rangers have taken a huge step forward. The Rangers could really build off of this with the young team they've had, right? I mean, you look at the young players that have stepped up and started performing for the Rangers. Um, Lafreniere's played well. You look at them across the board. Young players are starting to step up for the Rangers. You have to be excited about the defense. Could definitely use room for improvement. That's something they can work on here this this upcoming off season. I think there's a lot of reasons, even if you even if the Rangers get bounced, that they should be extremely happy with what they've seen this postseason. I'm gonna tell you this. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think three cups in a row in the era of the salary cap is more impressive than four cups before the salary cap era. I do believe that. It's just so hard to win a Stanley Cup, period. It's the toughest, it's the toughest gauntlet of challenge you have to go through every single year to win a cup. I in any sport, I can't it's just so physical. Uh it's hard to do. It's hard to do. So here's the thing. If they win four cups, yes. Three cups, no. So you say if they win three cups in the salary cap era, it's not as impressive as the Islanders' four cups? Mm, no, it's close. I'd argue that it is. Okay, that's fine. The fact that they're able to do this with salary cap constraints and constrictions, I think, makes it all the more all the more special. We were able to do that and win cups, and given, right, we had good drafts, we didn't have to worry about losing any players to free agency. Right? They have to worry about that on a consistent basis year after year. When you're winning cup year after year, it's tough to keep the guys who are the glue pieces, the guys on the bottom six, the guys your bottom pairing defenseman. You're ba- it's tough to keep those pieces on the team where the Islanders are able to keep that as a stranglehold. I agree. I 100% agree with that. I'm just saying it's so tough. It's so tough. Tampa Bay could have been eliminated in the first round with one bounce here or there. They could have been eliminated in the first round this year. Seems now they found their footing, and uh, you know they're you know they're starting to roll again. But they're going to lose players again this off season, and the wear and tear on the bodies a little bit different for Tampa because they weren't full seasons the last two years. But this one certainly was, and I think you're seeing it right. I mean, they don't even know if Braden Point's going to be back this series. Yeah, and here's the thing: they they look right now they're playing the Rangers as we speak. They are, it's a 1-1 tie between the Rangers and the, the Lightning. So I will tell you this much. I think that it helped that they swept the uh, the Florida Panthers, right? That gave them some rest as that, as that series with Carolina and the Rangers went seven, right? The Rangers are a young team. They're, they're going to be full of energy. I mean, you know, that it's their first time being here. I think the experience, I, I just think Tampa is too much to overcome. I think the Tampa Bay Lightning will beat the Rangers, I think maybe in five or six games. Here's here's the thing that the Rangers did not have to face the last series, any physicality from, from Carolina at all. Yep. Neither the, neither one of those teams like to play. Physical. Between the whistles, but not much. Tampa didn't have to face any physicality from Florida or from freaking Toronto. Tampa did not have a physical road getting here. I disagree. I thought the Toronto series was very physical. What? Toronto was a very physical series. It was. It was. Tampa Bay plays physical. My point is, Tampa Bay, I think, is going to be able to impose their will on the Rangers throughout the course of the series just due to their physicality. I don't think the Rangers can play through that. They're a finesse team. That's what they are. You can bully those teams. That's how they get beat. Goaltender aside. Goaltender aside, of course. 
I, again, I think Tampa's in a driver's seat, and I think Tampa's going to make quick work of the Rangers. And that's nothing to say, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, to downgrade the Rangers or what they've done this season. It's been very impressive, um, you know, good for them, right? That I hate to say, guys, that's they're going to be a very impressive team for the next mm, five, seven years. They're going to be a really good team. And we remember we played that little experiment. Who would you rather be? Whose roster would you rather have? We played that two years ago. Would it be the Rangers or the Islanders? And we were kind of unanimously in favor of the Rangers. And we did it again this last offseason. We were still unanimously in favor of the Rangers, even with College Quinn. Yeah, I, I, I still think you'd rather have the Rangers roster as opposed to the Islanders roster. I still think that holds true. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the whole thing is, and I remember us getting ripped. Oh, what kind of Islander fans you want? Secret I, Ranger, your secret Ranger fans. I'll tell you this: Secret much. Ranger I, fans. My Secret Ranger fan. The the brand. I you usually get called more a Secret Ranger fan than I do. I'm getting called a Secret Ranger fan now, and I feel like I've got to I got to hide in hide who, in the shadows. Who called now, me a Secret Ranger fan? Anyone call me? A I don't think they call me a secret. They call me a Ranger fan because I guess what, guys? I am rooting for Tampa to lose i am not rooting for tampa to win another stanley cup and again as i'll say this once more i do i think if you win three cups and the salary cap error it's more impressive than four before the salary cap i don't care i'm not I'm rooting for the range there's no way i'm rooting for the rangers the fact that I'm, no rooting, I'm rooting against tampa okay i'm not rooting for the rangers i'm rooting I, against tampa that okay. makes me a ranger fan. I, I don't care i don't care because they would have another seven playoff series where they could get beat I'm not rooting for the Rangers under any circumstances. I'm just not. Okay. If they win, not a, fourth, win it. If they not happening. If they win a fourth cup, it makes us look like we're freaking it makes us look okay. We're nowhere even close. We're not mentioned in the same sentence, right? They say how many teams have won four consecutive cups in a row? It would be the Lightning. That that would be right when you think of the 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 if the if they win this year and win once more, when you think of the team that's won four cups in a row, you always think the Tampa Bay Lightning were the most impressive team to ever do that. Okay. If Tampa Bay wins four cups in a row in the salary cap era, yes. Yes. If they win three, I argue that that's close to what we did, if not a little better. Uh, and that's okay. what I don't like. I don't like that. I can give – the Rangers are not freaking winning the cup, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry to any Ranger fans out there. They've accomplished a lot. They're not winning the cup. Could you imagine the Rangers against the Edmonton Oilers in the Stanley Cup Finals? How many goals do you think would be scored? Be careful what you, be careful for what you wish for, because if the Rangers win this series, I absolutely could see them winning the Stanley Cup. They have a goalie. The other two teams do not. That's a huge difference. That's true. That is true. And then, okay, then Mr. Happy, so you think it's going to be better for Tampa Bay not potentially winning another Stanley Cup, but you know, for the Rangers winning a cup, you think that's good news for Islander fans? It's, it's both bad, both bad news. They're both. It's bad news for both of us. It's, listen to me, listen to me. I'm gonna try to explain it to you because you're a little soft upstairs, a little soft, a little simpleton upstairs. Yeah, go ahead, Grumpy. No Islander fan roots for the Rangers to win. Sorry, it doesn't happen. I'm not. You are not an Islander fan, my friend. I'm not rooting for the Rangers. I'm rooting against. Pajama Tampa. top aside. Pajama top aside. I'm rooting against Tampa. Here's the thing. I think there's if they play Colorado, if you feel so confident Colorado's advancing, I think the Rangers have no shot against, a no shot at all against uh, Colorado. Here's the other thing. I think the Rangers, what were they? They were 3-0-0 against the Tampa Bay Lightning this year in the regular season. Regular season, don't mean shit. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Just saying that. Who's the hot team in the playoffs? 
Who's the hot teams? Right now, who are the hot teams? All these teams you could say are hot, right? I was going to say, every single one of them, they all made it but, to the conference finals. <laughs> but you would have to say that uh, the Rangers coming back from 3-1 to one down against Pittsburgh, coming back from 3-2 to two down against Carolina, and they got Shesterkin, right? Who's a difference maker in net? He is. If they get managed to get past Tampa Bay, I think they're the favorites to win the Cup. Wow. Okay, Edmonton has no goaltender. If Kemper's out, and Kemper, who'd have the goaltending advantage? Either one. You could put both of them in there. Sisterkin is still better than both two guys in net. So, I mean, it's like, I don't I don't understand. First of all, I, I don't even comprehend you saying that you're hoping that Tampa Bay loses to the Rangers. It didn't make any sense. It's nonsensical. Stupid. I, I don't get it. Like I said, it's it's I, I I don't even understand it. They're two different. So you're trying to say the Montreal Canadiens they don't matter winning four Stanley Cups in a row or five back in the fifties, right? That stuff doesn't even matter because well, it's recency bias, no. typical millennial Gen no, X, Gen the, Z, the, the, whatever the, the hell you are. Fifty. The five cups in how many teams were there in the fifties? It doesn't matter. It's okay. 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 Yeah, it does matter. It's like saying, oh, when they won, when it was the original six and they won five cups in a row, that's super impressive. Well, shit, if I'm just looking at the odds of it, the chances of winning five in a row were a lot higher when there were six freaking teams, Grump. Okay. And here, here's what I'm saying, too. When the Islanders won, how many teams were there? 21. How many were there when the, when the Montreal Canadiens won? Even the last cup? The last cup, 21. How many were the first cup? 21. When did the expansion start happening? 1968 was when expansion started. When was the second batch of expansion? 70, okay. 71. Gotcha. 71. My mistake. Yeah. 71. Yes. It went from, from whatever it was, from 12 teams. The third to, batch of expansion. Oh, geez. I don't know. It doesn't I matter. There were 21 teams. There were 21 teams. Okay. And people are always complaining. Well, look, 21, 16 out of 21 teams makes the playoffs. Anybody can make the playoffs. I remember that argument too. Now they're thinking more teams should be in the playoffs. No, it shouldn't. It should not be easy to make the playoffs. It should be difficult. It shouldn't be like you just participate and there you go. That's right. In the playoffs. Yeah. Long story short, um, I, I don't think that I would not pick Tampa to win the cup next year. Uh, I was hesitant to pick them this year, but I'll tell you what, they got a really good, tough room there and they know how to win. And it took them a while to learn how, but now they know how. I think that's going to be the downfall of all these other teams. Tampa is battle tested. The other teams are not. Hmm. When it comes down to brass tacks, Tampa knows how to win. The other teams don't. A lot of these teams were added additionally in the 92, 93, and items like that, the the, the early to mid-90s, 1990s, and then the early 2000s with a lot of those teams were added. Okay, I couldn't remember when the next batch of teams got. Okay, fair enough, Grumpy. Fair enough. Fair enough, Grumpy. Um, I don't know. And those Montreal teams back in the uh, mid-70s were really freaking good. Really good. They were the best teams in the league. They just were. They were like the Islanders after them and like Tampa now. They could beat you anyway. That's what makes a truly great team. Can they win different ways? 
Because mm. everything's not always going to be lollipops and gumdrops, I hate to tell you. Sometimes you're going to face some adversity. And are you able to alter your game uh, and still win? That's a key. And you're seeing Tampa being able to do it. And I know I've said it for the last number of years. They remind me so much of the Islander dynasty they do. Had to learn how to win through tough losses, just like the Islanders did at Toronto series, the Rangers series the year after. Then they learned how to win. They learned how to win. Tampa getting having the best year in the, in the history of the NHL, getting swept four straight against Columbus. Man, oh, man. And they decided to keep the group together, keep the coach. They rode that tough time out. Everyone was saying, blow them up. They didn't. They kept them together. The rest, as they say, is history. Hmm. Yeah, Dave's grumpy. Sorry. I was just, I didn't know Phil's facts. They, I, I had to, I had to, Phil's facts invited to grumpy, and I apologize. I didn't look at any of my social media. I didn't have a chance to get it all done ahead of time. But Phil's facts, they invited us to do a little collab <laughs> with Andy today, and I totally didn't know until after we had started. So, uh -huh. Maybe we'll get something going as just like a surprise pop-up one to cover one of the games of the Rangers against the Tampa Bay Lightning because I know Grumpy's going to be rooting for the Rangers in that series. Shit. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. Oh, man. I tell you. I tell you. Anyway, I'm sorry. Moving forward, and we talked a lot about what was going on in the NHL. Let me ask you this. Who, who are your picks right now, Grumpy old man, who's making the finals, and who do you have winning? I still have the Tampa Bay Lightning. I still have the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the cup. I have the Edmonton Oilers. If the injury is significant to Darcy Camper, I have the Edmonton Oilers over the Colorado Avalanche. I don't have Edmonton. No. No for Edmonton. I'm picking Tampa over Colorado in the finals. I, I do recall. I, I predicted Tampa it Bay two rounds, is two rounds, two rounds for Edmonton before the playoffs even started. Yep. And you thought Edmonton had no chance against Calgary. They better just pack up their bags, buddy. True. Edmonton's going home. True. I overrated Calgary. I thought they'd walk through Dallas. I think that one's seven. I love that you can't say I underestimated how good Edmonton was. You had to say I overrated another team. That was my issue. It wasn't that it wasn't that I couldn't I it wasn't that I couldn't accurately depict what was going on with Edmonton like TJ did, but it was because I accidentally overrated another team. That was where the math messed up. It was no math. I overrated how good Calgary was. <laughs> they disappointed in the first playoff series, and I doubled down on them. That was a mistake. That was stupid. <laughs> You right? thought Daryl was going to go ahead and, and bring him forward, huh? I, yeah, but what's uh, but Markstrom was not good. No, I mean he just wasn't good. You and I mean think about that. When I say man, Mark Markstrom was disappointing. When you had Mike Smith down the other end, it just you know it is what it is. But you were correct. You said that Edmonton would win two playoff series. I guess now you're doubling down on stupid, thinking that they're going to make it to the finals. No, I'm just saying, if you're playing against a backup goalie, I think that Edmonton could be in the driver's seat. I've seen Francois played. I'm I play. I'm not impressive. And what have we seen? Every single time one of these teams have to rely upon their backup goalie, what happens to them? Yeah, they lose. They get their ass escorted out of the playoffs there shortly after. And if if Colorado's if Darcy Kemper has a serious injury. I think that, oh, man, I went from a series that I was heavily leaning Colorado in to where I could really see Edmonton beating Colorado if, if Darcy Camper is seriously injured. No. No. 
no, 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 no. Like I said, Mike Smith is in goal for Edmonton. He's terrible. He's terrible. Again, it, again, it begs the question. That team is can really score. They just need a goal. They're not great defensively, but they don't have a goaltender, and they didn't try to do something more to acquire one at the trade deadline. To me, it's just kind of it's baffling. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, like they said, they weren't willing to give up any additional picks like that, and that's yeah. why they are where they are, Grump. Yeah, losing in the Stanley, in the uh, semifinals of the Stanley Cup playoffs because they don't have a goal. Yeah, the Western Conference Finals is what they call that. Um, I don't know how long he'll be out. They were very vague. He said, um, Jared Bernard said here, uh, he could be back for us tomorrow, but he also said, I don't know how long he'll be out. So, you know, is this going to be one of those those injuries that seem to stretch for a goalie where they think, hey, he could be close to return. In reality, it could be a week, week and a half. I mean, that's right. If you're at a week, week and a half, that's the entire that's the entire round for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, here's the thing, though. But if he's not, if you're not hundred percent, I think Edmonton is uh, could be in the driver's seat. Oh my god! They just gave up eight freaking goals, and you think they're in the driver's seat? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I don't. I, that's well, correct. I don't, I don't get that mentality at all. How many goals did they give up the first game they lost to Calgary? Nine. Okay. In yeah, your okay. Opinions. Colorado is not Calgary. Colorado is not Calgary. Okay, Markstrom is better than Franco. We can agree on that, right? Okay. Colorado's offense is vastly superior to uh, Calgary's. It's not even close. I don't think Colorado's defense plays much defense. I don't think Kale McCarr's NHL playoff caliber defenseman. No, but he scores a shitload of points. Puts up a shit ton of points, but when you're pinned in your own zone and you're trying to play defense or a close-knit game, let's say it's it's a tie game down at the end and you're hemmed up in your own zone, do you feel comfortable that he's able to move out forwards from out in front of the net? Do you feel comfortable that he's pulling his weight on the defensive side of the puck? No, it's the same exact thing with Eric Carlson. Great offensive producer as a defenseman does not play much defense. Ugh, okay. Yeah, I know. We're right down that hole again, but it's worth saying. Yeah, here's the thing. Colorado's not going to lose to Edmonton. They're just not. Now, here's the thing. If McCarr and Taves and McKinnon and Landis Skog and Kadri, if they all get injured, then Edmonton's got a slight chance. If, if they're carpooling to a local, uh, I don't know, Chipotle, Tim Hortons, if they're carpooling to a, a, yeah, a, a restaurant, an eating establishment, and they get in a crash and are unable to participate, uh, yeah, that then maybe Grumpy, you're right. I guess I could see that. Now, did you watch that game last night? Because I did. Yes. Okay. It never felt like Edmonton was ever in that game. It never felt like they were ever in that game. It felt like anytime Colorado wanted to score, they just would. And they did. Oh, gosh, they got within a goal. Ratchet up. Bing, bang, boom. There's another quick, two quick goals. Just the way it is. Okay. They're just, they can play offense, particularly against that Pee Wee squad uh, defense core that they have in Edmonton. But how's you love boy, Darnell Nurse, Grumpy. You're one of the biggest Darnell Nurse yeah, fans. Yeah. How's my, how did my boy Darnell Nurse do yesterday? He sucks. <laughs> He's a defenseman in name only. Oh man, almighty the defenseman in name only. It's like a rhino, Republican in name only, Grump. His I name love is it. Dino. Dino. A, a Dino, a defenseman in name only. That's right. 
man, I'll tell you one thing, kind of switching this back to Islanders, because we wanted to give the you know the overview of what's going on in the NHL, what's going on in the playoffs, right? How can we not talk about the conference finals, the Eastern and Western conference finals, especially as we're at this downtime period? I've been boning up, Grump. Been boning up a lot of prospects. Been looking two, the two, three rounds deep. There's a few guys that I'm really excited about, Grump. And I mean, really excited about Grumpy. And I'll tell you, um, I can't wait for the NHL draft and the more and more, the closer we get to it, I would not be disappointed at all. If somehow Lambert slipped to us and we selected Lambert with that 13th overall pick. Well, if he slips, the one thing I like, he can really skate. I want guys who can skate. That's the one thing you look at these other teams in the playoffs. And it's like, it doesn't even look like we're playing that our style of play is even on the same planet as theirs is. I, well, it doesn't, and this, I'm saying that about this is the other thing worth mentioning real quick. I don't mean to run you off, right? We've got three teams in the in the in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals, or the Conference Finals total. We get three of the four teams play very little defense and are more offensive oriented. Should tell you the way the league's changing, right? That's what the league wants. Yep, that's what the league wants, and I'm not saying that. Teams that, uh, you know, are defense-orientated uh, can't win a cup. I mean, because Tampa certainly plays like that. But they have the talent where they can score. That's that's where we're lacking. And they can skate. I mean, that's the skating is the big thing for me. Just look at the speed. I mean, like I said, it's like there's two stratospheres, the good teams in the league, and then teams like us, Boston, I put in that, that group, Washington, Pittsburgh. All right, they might qualify for the playoffs. So if they match up with any of these teams, they don't. They're playing an archaic style that the NHL is trying to outlaw. The NHL is outlaw. Maybe outlaw is a, a, a more difficult word. But here's the thing. You're cert- they're certainly not going to give you advantage for playing like that style of hockey. Let's just put it to you that way. Hmm. No, I don't disagree. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy if Brad Lambert falls to us. I would be elated of a pickup like that. I mean, you're right, guy with unbelievable amounts of speed. He's got skill. He really helps create too. Uh, you know, I, I think a guy is good in transition. We look for okay, how can we help our team move into the 21st century when it comes to the, the hockey and regarding to the playing, you know, what the style is amongst the league out there. Having a guy like that quick, good in transition, skilled, has good vision, those are the type of players that allow you to move into the current NHL. And, and, and that's why I wouldn't be upset at all if he were to slip and fall to us because I know he didn't have a great year regarding pro point production, at least what he had done last year, but I would be uh, elated if we got Lambert. I would say I want to make sure that we get a high skill forward. I don't want a, a grinder type. He's one um, of those. Well, right, He's a high skill forward, a guy who can play in your top two lines. Yep. I mean, that's, that's what you want. You don't want to, oh, hey, you know, He'd be a good bottom six guy. We don't need guys like that. I'd rather trade back and roll the dice on somebody who has some issues in his overall game, but you know is really dynamic offensively. Those are the type of guys I'm looking for because guess what? I want to be able to match up with teams like the Rangers, Florida, Carolina, Colorado, Edmonton, because that's the way the NHL is going right now. Mm. 
I mean, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of guys where I feel like that that have that because right, we're outside of the really, really elite, right? There's like about 10 guys in this draft that are really, really elite, and there's a lot of depth. This this year's draft class is a lot deeper than last year's draft class. There's no doubt about it. And I mean, like, you know, you got the Rutger McGrody's out there, and and okay, you know, that's a guy who, you know. I could see us maybe taking a little bit of a gamble on maybe, maybe, you know, picking him a little early. The Marco Caspers, there's a lot of players. There's a lot of forwards specifically that have that speed. They're, they're agile. They're very, very good with stick handlers. They're good with their vision. They're good in transition. Those are the type of players that we have to start targeting. There's a lot of those type of players in this year's draft. There's a lot of those type of players in general that are, that are going to be an NHL drafts that kind of fit that mold because that's the way hockey is moved. I mean, even if you trade back, a guy like Isaac Howard is a guy that I wouldn't mind too. I, you know, it's funny, right? I've been boning up, boning up regarding this year's NHL draft class. I'm excited. I, hey, I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't be opposed at all to do a live stream coverage of day one and day two of the NHL draft. Day I'm two? Pretty... What? Day two? Day That's two, like though. seven hours. Day two is a long time. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning till seven at night. Is it really till seven at night? Yeah. It's seven freaking rounds. It's six rounds. I'd be down to cover at least the th I, grumpy. There's, I'll be honest with you. There are guys I love even in the second and third round that I'm like, oh man, oh, oh man, that's one I love to see. There's, there's a lot of those type of players I've got right now on, on my mind, grumpy, and I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I, I would be, I would be down to do something like you look at Sam Rinzel. I know he's a defenseman, right? Okay, if a guy like that falls, I'd love to find him in the second or the third round. I, there's, there's just certain players like, okay. Jack Hughes had a good year for Northeastern, right? He's a young guy, played in college, a young man. I, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like that. I mean, like, there's a lot of players, Grumpy, that would be excited about the Islanders picking. There's some players I have no interest in. You know, who am I? I'm just the armchair general manager, Grumpy. There's a lot of guys to be excited about in this year's draft. I've been, I don't know if anybody else is getting excited. If anybody else is doing a shit ton of homework, a lot of film breakdown, I'm there already. I'm excited about the draft. The only thing that's going to suck the life out of me is if Do we trade that 13th overall pick. Yep. Oh, my God. Would that suck the joy right out of the offseason for me, depending on what we got back in return? I'll tell you what. It better not be Kevin Fiala because the more I'm looking at him, the less and less I want him on this team. Hmm. I see a guy who in the last two months put up ridiculous numbers. I'm sorry. I, I want somebody with a little bit more consistency. Unless you're saying, okay, he's like 150-point scorer every year now uh, based on what he scored in those last two months. But I just – I don't know. And then you got to pay him as well. you got to give up probably Wallstrom, first-round pick, and then you got to pay this kid too? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not about giving up Wallstrom. Sorry, right? Well, expectations for Wallstrom, you know, under 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 Brad Lambert, I'm, expect, I'm expecting Wallstrom to put up 45 to 50 points next year. Dare, dare I say a huge point production jump? I'm saying 45 to 50 points for Oliver Wallstrom this next year. You talk about way too early predictions of what I expect. That is what I would expect from him. He should get power play minutes. No more bullshit where he doesn't play any power play minutes every game for the last 20 games of the regular season. None of that BS. Put the guy on your power play, your first power play. Give him every single opportunity and option to succeed. I'm expecting 45 to 50 points out of Oliver Wallstrom if he's put in the right situation this year. Yeah. And I want Johnny Gaudreau the more I think of it. Do you want to hear something funny about Johnny Gaudreau? Sure. 
So somebody was playing through a scenario. A, people were playing through a scenario. I'll keep it vague because I don't want to out people. But they were they were playing a scenario, Grumpy, to where, and they, this is on a podcast. They were saying, oh, how can we make this work dollars and cents wise? Well, Matt Barzal is probably going to want $10 million a year. But I think maybe we can get Johnny Goudreau. He's 29 years old, so maybe we can get Johnny Goudreau on $7.5 million a year. Ugh. <laughs> I about spit take. I about spit. I just I about spit my freaking water out. I was like, holy shit. Seven and a half. I'm just like, wow. And honestly, it's not like one of those where you're just like, uh, okay, we're just you're just having fun. You're just kind of doing this. You and your you and your buddy or or are sending out to your other but no, no, no. This is something that should have done a little better in my opinion. Seven and a half million for Johnny Goudreau. No. I mean but again, I keep everything in anonymity because I don't ever want to out anybody. I'm going to say it's probably got to be 10 million for control. At least. Well, I'm I'll, saying he's going to cost 10 million at least. Okay. Well, I'll just say 10 because it's a nice round figure. I'm going to, here's the thing. I'd go 10 and a half is probably what they're going to ask. And I throw the freaking kitchen sink at him. I, like I said, for me, he's a guy with his skill set fits with Matt Barzal, fits with him like a freaking glove, right? He's, He's a young 28 years old. He's 29. He's or, not 29. He'll, or he will be 29 here at the start okay. of next year. But he's a guy who's going to be able to play a long time just because of the way he plays the game. He'll last longer. That's a guy I'm willing to roll the dice on. He's not going to age poorly like certain players do. So I'm willing to roll the dice on him. I mean, if you're all in. Now, if you want to just do the blow it up method, well, no, then he doesn't work. But if you're serious about trying to compete for a Stanley Cup in the next couple of years, that's the type of guy you have to add. It has to be a high-end guy that you don't have to give up assets for because you're going to have to give up assets to get a top-level left-shot defenseman for my scenario to make it work. I just love how you always say left-shot defenseman. That's what they are. Um, I want to talk about this, and thanks, Alexander, for sending this to me. Let me remove the bottom portion. Now, this was – did you happen to see this yes. controversial offsides? Yes. Yes. We'll go ahead and play this for those who are not uh, familiarized with it. And for those listening just on the podcast, you're just going to have to listen to what we say here on this. But I want to ask, is this offsides, yes or no, Grump? See, I think it's definitely offsides. I, know I think it's it. definitely offsides is correct. Yeah, because he was playing with the puck. I know it was not called that way, but it absolutely is. Well, that resulted in a goal for Colorado, did it not? It certainly did. Yes, it did. Okay, so we could say right there the league absolutely blew that one, right? But I know I read the description on why it was. To me, he's absolutely playing the puck. Hold on, hold on. So what's 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 They're the They're saying that he wasn't in contact with the puck. It's on his fucking stick. I'm just saying. It's what, on his stick. It's I, only on the fucking stick. I'm just telling you what the explanation was. I agree. I think it's so obvious that's offside. So obvious. You know what that means? We have fuck. Remember we talked a little bit. Here's the thing, right? Do I think that goal right there was the difference of the game? Probably not. That being said, Grump, how, how could you not, if you're an Edmonton fan, how could you not say, oh, 
it looks like there may be some some foul play going on. I would call. I would. I'd be crying. I'd be crying freaking foul at this. I'd be like, what the? F-? If this was the Islanders that are the Edmonton Oilers in this situation, I'd be pulling my freaking hair out, ready to freaking punch a hole in the wall because of how fuck. It's not like this was just called on the ice and it's like, oh, we didn't review. They fucking reviewed this. Yes, coach's challenge. Yeah. Yeah, I I I consider that a bad call. Yes. A bad, a bad call. Well, I guess they see space in between. I, whatever. I just. Well, you talk about you talk about the differences of a game and the margin of a game like that. When you lose a coach's challenge, I. Yeah, it's a power play too. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, it's hard to say that Edmonton not hard done by on this. Yeah, I don't care. Why not? Because it doesn't fit my narrative of Colorado making it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Colorado is so fantastic. Benefited from a missed call by the officials in a free power play like that. It happens. It happens. It shouldn't happen in the era. Dude, that is freaking black and white. It's not like a goaltender interference call where it should be up to like some sort of discretion. No, this is fucking black and white. This is black and white. He's carrying the freaking, he's carrying the puck over the fucking blue line with his stick. So now all of a sudden I could just go ahead Boop. I could I could take it all the way through on the blue line and still keep skating. T- take my stick off of that real quick and put it back on it, and I'm not technically controlling the puck. It was the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. Yeah, it was, that is awful. Yeah, it was. That's I awful. agree. I agree. It was a bad call. But you they did have upset enough. What's wrong? They did, because they gave you some lame ass. You know, if you look at it this way, I, first of all, I don't like anything where you have to try to interpret a rule. A rule is a rule is a rule, right? He's literally carrying the fucking puck over the line. Yeah, I'm just saying. I don't know, Grump. Ah, what the fuck? You watch it in its totality. It just makes it look even what worse. What the hell is Mike Smith doing again? Ducking out of the way? I Honestly, if something like that happens, I don't know how you're not fucking throwing sticks out on the ice, how you're not just storming off. That was early in the game, though, right? I, I get it. But still, my God, that's awful. And right, they went right to the power play. Again, I don't think that that completely, you know, completely changed the outcome of the game. But it, it didn't have something to do with it. First of all, it didn't. Just to tell you, it didn't. Did Edmonton's not beating. Ed, Edmonton's not beating Colorado. Did, Edmonton, did did Colorado want up scoring on that power play? I don't know. They had so many of them, I forget. Well, it gave them a goal. They lost by two goals. Let's say they they scored. I, I don't remember if they scored on the power play. If somebody remembers, please let me know. But that's one of those things that just. Uh, drives me freaking nuts, Grumpy. I would expect, I would expect you, Grumpy, to show a little bit more. I, I told you, I thought it was an offside call. I mm. agreed. Mm. I agreed. Oh my god! It sure. didn't happen to either team. His thing. I don't have an emotional investment in either one of those teams. So. I like, I, I like, I like officiating to be fair and just. Is if I don't have if I don't have a dog in a fight, it's like do you remember when was it was it was it San Jose or Vegas? They got a penalty for cross checking. They wound up getting like a double minor because somebody f- threw his hands up like that and started bleeding, and they almost lost the series because of it. Was that Vegas well, a few years back ago? Yeah, but I think the guy bladed himself like they did in wrestling to make sure there was some blood. You squeeze that. Look, uh, he he went down in a pile. Then you know he started fiddling with the tape on his wrist. You know the camera was looking at the fans for a second and all of a sudden he comes up oh my gosh he's wearing a crimson mask he slid himself you know how that goes yes but that's the thing that makes me root for a team 
when I don't have a team to root for, right, that allows me to root for a team. Okay. But when I feel like they're hard done by by the officials, I can't help it. Can't help it, Grump. Okay. Anyway. Um, yes. So I'm getting excited for the draft, doing a lot. Maybe we'll have him. Maybe we'll have that in-depth in-depth day two as well, Grumpy on the draft. I don't know. Um, the studio will be changing. So I don't know if we'll have a podcast this Saturday. I'm giving you guys a heads up. I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but I apologize. Um <laughs> For those of you who made it an hour in, I know the real ones. We may or may not be having a podcast this Saturday. We, if we do, I, I maybe it's in a little bit of a different room or a different setup for me. We, um, we will not be having a podcast next Wednesday or the Saturday after, in all likelihood. I will be in vacation mode. I will be out. I will be on vacation, Grumpy. I'll be out of the country again. Again. Are there I'll any vacation spots? Again, that's right, Grump. That's Are right. there any vacation spots that you go to that you know are in this hemisphere? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. Yeah, I'll be in Cancun. So um maybe, maybe if I could get some sort of internet, we could go ahead and do we could do a special Cancun, a Cancun spectacular extravaganza, Grump. Okay. I'll make sure I have plenty of mojitos there for me. So uh, okay. anyway, that's one of those all you can eat, all you can drink resorts, Grump. I'm going to be coming back. I'll be putting on a few LBs. Um, but uh, yeah, so we will not have a podcast this upcoming Wednesday and all likely probably the not not the next Saturday either. I think we return on Saturday. But I don't remember if it's early in the day or the evening, but we're in the process of changing locations where Paige and I live. So I'm not sure when the internet is getting switched over right now. We've got it plan to be switched later on we trying to get that rescheduled and that's why we relate today to the podcast so i'm trying to get it changed up the schedule so maybe we can do a podcast saturday evening before we go um but there is a likelihood that that won't happen and i'm just hoping we can get it changed up so maybe we can do it on a saturday we get back so not this next saturday but the saturday after but again, there's a chance that might not happen. I'll have to I'll have to speak with Paige. I'll have to speak with the powers that be. But giving you guys an update on shit. I don't know why I didn't mention that housekeeping items, Grump. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, we do have an ad today to read from DraftKings. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team um, to win and get $100 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday, during the playoffs, you can do just that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payday. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN and bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. There is a minimum age and eligible restrictions to apply. See the show notes in the description for additional details. Nice job, TJ. Thank you, Grumpy. Thank you. Got some comments? Joseph saying here, I think the Rangers had the same amount of goals in the first period so far that the Rangers did all series long. 
<laughs> which is one. Yeah, they're up one. It was a one-one tie there. Um, I think it's a two-two tie at the moment. So I believe the Rangers and the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are tied. Oh, wow. oh, the Rangers are up three to two over the Tampa. Bay. Holy! What shit. period is it in? Second period. Okay, long way to go. It's Tampa. It's Tampa. It's China. It's Chinatown, Jake. It's Chinatown, Jake. Do you know what movie that was from, TJ? I assume Chinatown. Chinatown, right at the end. It's Chinatown, Jake. Uh, Mookie Betzer says here, actually hoping Tampa wins a series. I despise the Rangers and the Avalanche. Okay. Okay, fair enough. I don't despise. I don't despise. Here's the thing. I really don't despise any of those teams, but I'm not rooting for the Rangers. I mean, shit. I think the only time I rooted for the Rangers when they got beat by the Russians. <laughs> You said that about the Flyers. You mixed them. I up. know. I never rooted. I never rooted for the Flyers ever. I know it's, that. I think I did root for the Rangers. I did root for the Rangers when they played the Russians, but I really don't root for them. I don't hate the Rangers though, but I don't root for them. Um, and certainly, I'm not rooting for them. I, I, what? No. Here's the thing. It doesn't affect me if the Rangers win. I have to worry about hearing those loud mouths. I don't have to worry about any of that. I don't. Well, here's the thing though. I don't run my mouth when my team does well. I just don't do that because, trust me, when your team's shit and another team's doing well, you're never going to hear the end of it. I don't run my mouth when another team, when my team does well. I just usually keep quiet, keep my head down. It's the reason why I don't listen to music and the radios on the drive into work in the morning, Grumble. I can just tell you, I can tell why you're not a New Yorker. I, I'm just telling you right now. New Yorkers talk shit all the time. You know I how I know? I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> I, 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 we shit. We always shit talking all the time, all the time. Well, that's good. I, here's the thing: where I am, not a lot of people watch hockey, so I don't have. I don't. <laughs> I don't have to worry too much about talking about hockey. Um, but Frank K says uh, Lou shouldn't be allowed to sell hot dogs. Frank has had an issue with Lamarillo for a while. I have an issue with Lamarillo too because I think he's going. If he sells that first round pick, I swear to fucking God, Grump, I what? swear, I uh, swear. If we give up a first round pick in Oliver Wallstrom for Kevin Fiala, I will be screaming bloody murder at the top. I will. We need to freaking riot at UBS Arena. That's right. I tell you, it would be awful. It would be awful. I just don't think Kevin Fiala is the answer. Uh, that that's my issue with Kevin Fiala. I just, I'm sorry. I just don't – he had a couple of good months at the end of the year where he scored a boatload of points. But other than that, his whole career has been nondescript for the most part. So it's like, no, 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 no. Johnny Gaudreau, really good player for a long time. That's a guy I'm going after. And Forsberg, you could say the same, same thing uh, about Forsberg that you say about Fiala. Mm. I mean, he hasn't been great, great – you know, like, oh, man – Forsberg, you know, top five in the league. Nobody ever says that. He's not. He's not top five guy in the league now. And again, right. obviously, I don't mean I don't mean riot. Obviously, but we would. I'll be honest. If Lou were to do that, that's shit, man. That's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. And just for everybody who's so quick to give up on Oliver Wallstrom, these are the same guys who were who wanted to give up on Noah Dobson. These are the for everybody who's out there saying, "Oh wow, Kevin Fiala is an immediate upgrade. That's what we need for the team." I get it right. I wouldn't be opposed to bringing in Kevin Fiala. It depends on what the item is, right? I, I wouldn't be opposed. I don't want to trade the first round pick. It, it comes with the territory, though, if you're getting a guy like Kevin Fiala. Here's the other thing. 
everybody who's saying I would be fine giving up Oliver Wallstrom in a first for Kevin Fiala, I'd be fine giving up Oliver Wallstrom, or I promise you the same exact people who earlier on this year when Noah Dobson was struggling said, oh, well, I guess we, I would I would be okay if we gave up Noah Dobson in a package deal for a guy like, like um, a guy like, uh, oh, man, I'm blanking on his name. I want to call him Oliver Ekman Larson, but I know it's not him. Uh, giving up for a guy like, uh, who's a defenseman in college? Chikrin. Chikrin, Chikrin, I'm sorry. Yes, Chikrin. I'd be fine with giving him a guy for like Jacob Chikrin. That's exactly what they said. That's, exa- that's what they said halfway earlier on this season until Noah Dobson really started to pick up. And we said, wow, it's crazy how quick they changed of maybe he could be added as a sweetener in a deal to this is a guy who's going to be a bona fide top pairing defenseman, an absolute stud on a defense for us. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, first of all, I, I'm i not a Fiala fan, just not. Not a Fiala fan? No, I don't even like falafel either. That's- Any of that stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, I just I just don't think he's a difference maker. Alexander says, "What's up, everybody?" Alexander, that looks like a biblical. It looks like a, uh, biblical, it, looks like a it looks like a biblical picture. And instead of the lamb, like Joseph holding a lamb, it looks like there's two tongue of aloha, and he's holding a dolphin. So I, I do I do like the creativity that's used on this one. Um, yeah. Let's hope lightning strikes several times. Says the kid who won the Calder. Um, yeah. Uh, Mookie Betzer says, if this keeps up, the Taves trade will go down among the worst in Islanders history. And that's saying, so I, we said it as soon as it happened. I said, even if you had to trade him, you got criminally underpaid. And people say, oh, well, we were able to turn that second round pick into, into Aturatu, so I guess it kind of works out. Well, guess what? If you got a first or multiple first round picks, you could have traded back and had even more draft capital and gotten Aturatu, put less other items. It's a terrible mismanagement of freaking assets. Blue doesn't know how to do it. He doesn't know how to manage assets on team. He doesn't. I, I firmly believe that. Doesn't know how to acquire. Doesn't know how to sell. Oh. I mean, that's... Devontae's two second-round picks, guys. I mean, it didn't matter. You could have moved Letty for a second-round pick. Easily. He just didn't... Move him for a second-round pick the year after. Yeah. It's just like, Why? You, d- you never get rid of the younger guy to keep some old guy. Just stupid. Just stupid. Just plain dumb. <sighs> Anytime I think about Devontae's, I just get that freaking curdling hate for freaking Logan oh, Morello. And they, they gush about him on these tele. It's like, boy, he'd be a number one defenseman on just about any other team in the league. I don't. <sighs> think about it. If you keep Taves, who are your top four? Right? Taves, Dobson, Pellick, Pulak. You don't need to acquire another defenseman. You can use all these other guys that you're thinking about moving for a left-handed defenseman could be used to augment your forward line grouping, right, to get somebody good in a trade, even a Fiala in that in that scenario, and then still get a free agent. Then you revamped your team in one fell swoop, where now you're going to have to trade assets to get that left-handed defenseman. Going to have to do that. That's why I'm not looking at Fiala because you don't have enough assets to get both. It's one or the other. You want to know what just puts a little icing on the cake? Have you seen what his numbers look like this year in the playoffs? They're good. I know that. I don't know what they are now, but they're good. 11 games played, four goals, six assists. Pretty good for a defenseman. 11 games played, almost on a point a game average. 
I expect I that to go up. Do, I think you could do a little worse than that. It's like the plus minus twos. Plus minus is fantastic. Oh, what a shock. The guy who led the year, who led the regular season in plus minus, the guy who's had the highest plus minus in three decades of hockey for an NHL regular season. What a shock. He's doing great in the plus minus department again, too. I expect those numbers to go up in this playoff series going against Edmonton. So he might even average two points a game going against Edmonton. <laughs> I mean, plus, I mean, think about this, right? He's a plus nine. It's pretty good. I about to say plus nine in the playoffs. Not bad at all. I don't understand why they put Kale McCarr out there in late game situations, though. I just I don't I don't know. either. I don't either. I, I've told you before, I don't think he's a great defensive defenseman. I don't think he's great on the defensive side. The, of the, the more I think he's about it, but not great. The more I think about it, they should have really, I know they picked up Josh Manson, but he's not great defensively. No. Man, they should have made, and I realize Mayfield was hurt. Is it Josh Munson? Manson, Manson. Like Charles Manson. Have I you ever heard of Charles Manson? That was Munson. No, that was Roy Munson. Josh Manson. I don't know why the hell I'm thinking Munson. Where's Munson? Roy Munson. Have you ever heard of Roy Munson? The name sounds familiar. Yeah, he was oh, a bowler. Oh, Munson. That's the guy from Kingpin. That's right. Roy Munson. That's is exactly he... what it is. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Roy Munson. Okay. Have you ever heard of <laughs> have you ever heard of Charlie Manson? Yeah, he's he's a the singer. The guy who was like the the death the death singer. Who was who was um oh. was that Marilyn Manson? Shit. What was the name you gave me? Charles Manson? Yeah, Charlie Manson. Give me a hint. Bombard him in the comments. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Charlie Manson. Never heard of Charlie Manson. Never heard of Charles Manson. I need a hint. Give me a hint and I'll be able to Holy tell you. Shit. Just get don't worry, you'll get to the comments. Believe me. It won't be pretty for you. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this because it's going to extend the podcast another hour. God damn it, Grumpy. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. You're supposed to destroy the Sith, not join it. Uh, Charles Manson. I got to look him up. Oh, is he a serial killer? That's exactly who he is. That's why it comes to He's not a serial killer. He was leader of the cult that killed people in California back in the 1960s. Oh, wow. Okay. Late 60s. Well, there we go. The the Lobianca Tate murders. Sharon Tate. was married to, I think, Roman Polanski, and she was pregnant, and they cut her and, you know, brutal murders. Oof. Um, Frank Kate. Didn't know who Charles Manson was. I mean, I, I, it's honestly, it's a sad commentary on your whole generation. I guarantee if I asked 100 people your age, maybe five of them would even know. It just, it's just, it's, it's sad. No, and I'm not ripping you. I'm just ripping your whole generation. I guess not what? just you. Don't think I'm singling you out for incompetence. I knew who Roy Munson generation. was, though, Grumpy. That's the real key. I know who Roy freaking Munson was. The actor plays that. Don't tell me. He is. I like him as an actor, too. Um, oh, give me his first name. I'll tell you his last. He was in Cheers. Oh, stop. Give me his first name. No, I can't give you his first name. It's too It's too obvious. Give me his last name. I'll give you his first <laughs> I'll give you his initials, W-H. I want to say Roy Wood. Roy w- Wood. W-H. W-H. Roy. I want to keep saying Roy R. But is it, is it Roy? Is it Roy Roy Hobbs? I don't know, Grumpy. What's his fucking name? I give Roy up. Roy Hobbs. Roy Hobbs. He was the one from Elf. 
Hobbs. Hobbs. Come that back was, here, Hobbs. That was Walter Hobbs. Walter Hobbs. Played okay. by James Caan, who was in the greatest movie of all time. Okay. You know who James Caan is? Oh, fuck no. He was shot on the causeway. I don't know what. Uh, okay. Sonny. And he was Sonny Corleone. Okay, cool. Anyway, so what's his name? Roy something. I know it starts with a It's Roy. not Roy at all. I said W-H. And you insist to keep on going with Roy. Walter. Walter. I don't know. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. That's right. I like him as an actor. <laughs> I like him as an actor, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> you were exasperating. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So did you guys sad. see that Ruslan Ishikov signed his entry level contract? I yeah. did. I'm happy. I'm happy he'll be over here. Right? He's. Unfortunately, as he's that kind of style to where, hey, a guy who was a good a good player in transition, a guy who's quick and shifty, a guy who's got good vision, who can make those outlet passes. The unfortunate thing is he's five foot six or five foot seven. You know, if he was five nine, five ten, I think you're talking a whole different level. That's a guy who could be unbelievable. I, I like Ruslan Ishikov. I'm happy he's over here. He's definitely gonna have to spend some time in the A, though. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But I am happy Ruslan Ishikov did sign the entry-level contract. I was worried about his future when he went before COVID. He went back to Europe. I was like, eh, this is a guy who came from the K, who came or came from Europe and went over here to play college hockey then left his second year, sophomore season, midway through before COVID. I was like, okay. All, all I can say is he can't be any worse than Simon Oh, stop. Goon Goon says, hi, TJ and Grump. When did hockey fans begin banging on the glass around the rink like overexcited seals? I like that shit bothers me to no end. It's because these it's just it's just the way people are now. They think they could do whatever they want. You know how you stop that shit? You tase their ass one time. It gets the whole freaking crowd in order and you show it up on the big screen. You show them back. That shit stopped. Yeah, yeah. You won't see anybody else touching the glass because every time they do, you see the guy just go like this with the tape. Just it just kind of flick it. You see the little bzz, 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 and it's gonna keep their asses nice and calm. They think they can do whatever the hell they want. We paid our however much a ticket, we could do whatever we want. That's what they would think. Just all public decorum just gone out the window. Let me ask Pays you this. their asses, ends that shit. Let me let me come up with a theory. I think a lot of people who sit on the front row, obviously very, I mean, sit on the front row of the NHL playoff game, you got to be very wealthy. I think a lot of them aren't really fans of the team. Maybe there are some, but I think a lot of them aren't really fans of the team. They're just like, yeah, I see them. Bang, 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 bang. I'm going to do it because that's what you do in the playoffs. Not in our house. I'm making, I'm making, I'm making this a violent place for the opponent to come to. I think that's what they think a little bit as well. Like I said, just tase them a couple of times. That shit ends. Uh, Matthew S said here, a Rob Brindamore seat is red hot. I'm not sure it's red hot. I don't, I think, think, I don't think he's saying Rob Brindamore. I think he's talking about Lou Lamarillo. Okay. I think he said Rob Brindamore. Anyway, no. Jason C says, hiya, fellas. Hi, guys. Hey, Jason. And, and Matthew S said, oh, my God, TJ. What happened to all your hair? LOL. He's I shaved. shaved. Yeah. It's, you look better. That earned the playoff beard. Oh, Wow. I know we we joked around about saying you had to do that. It was it's summertime, so I wanted to shave it off. You know, it's uh, funny, TJ. I look at you, and you got a nice smile without that beard. Matt or Brent or Brett, thank you for the compliment, Grumpy. Uh, Brett W says, "Cover up, DJ, with a laughing face." Is here. He, oh he's my talking god, about, he's talking about your unbuttoned shirt, Grumpy. 
Yeah. Rangers up four to two at the end of the second period. That's all right. It's a seven game series. It's a seven game series. Don't remind me, Grump. I'm just taking my pajama boy shot. Ah, uh, there you go. Um, Joseph C says here, if Tampa gets to the Stanley Cup, I can't see either the Avalanche or the Oilers beating them. Not after watching that awful goaltending performance last night. True. True. Um, yep, and the Canes were extremely soft. The Caddy Canes were soft. This whole organization sucks, says Brian J. Wow. Brian, your pitcher has changed. What's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, Michael M., what's up? He says, hope all is well, guys. Hope all is going well for you too, Michael. Um, I love Michael's jersey. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it, the throwback. Uh, Mookie Betzer says, um, how do we know that Trotz was to blame for the Taves trade? Um, do we have proof that Lou wanted to keep him or Barry disagree and Barry disagreed? No, no, we have no proof at all. So I was just we were we were playing, okay, let's break down a few items, right? It was always Lou Lamarillo wanted to do this, Lou wanted to do that. I'm not sure. I, I had posed something when when Barry Trotz and Lou split and separated that maybe it was one of those items that, you know, how sometimes a, a, a conversation or, you know, split an ideology can kind of drive a wedge between two people. I had just theorized that perhaps this was one of those situations. Barry Trotz very notably said after the playoffs, after the playoff series, after we had lost to Tampa, that. Uh, that uh, Nick Letty was one of the best. He was the second best player by a country mile on the ice. And he said that Devontae's had struggled. And I wondered if that was the reason why that offseason we determined to trade away Devontae's, who was cheaper to keep, and we kept Nick Letty, was because Barry Trotz wanted to keep Nick Letty. And I wonder if Lou Lamarillo went to him and said, we are looking, right? We need to move one of these defensemen off. We can't afford that on our team, right? Based off of the cap, we're going to have to get ready to go ahead and sign XYZ players. We need to go ahead and free up some space. I want to get rid of, let's say, Nick Letty, or I want to get rid of this defenseman. He said it's going to have to either have to be Devontae's or Letty. Which one do you want? Or something along those nature. And maybe Lou Lamarillo wanted to keep Taves. Didn't want to get rid of, you know, didn't want to get rid of uh, Devon Taves. And maybe it was the other way around for Barry Trotz. And maybe, you know, they, here's the thing. I've always said this, right? It's not the general manager's job to kiss the ass of the head coach. Never have said that. But I do think it's when you have a good relationship and an open relationship between your head coach and general manager, right? They know what's going on and they get input. Maybe not complete input and full authority, but they get input. And a guy who's just coming off of an Eastern Conference Finals, picking up a team who's really struggled, you know, the last two decades, right? Maybe he got a little bit more leeway with Lou Lamarillo off the bat. I don't know. Just throwing that as an idea. So nothing that definitively says it's not like I've got a text message or an email or an old voicemail, a drunk voicemail from Lou Lamarillo. I just, it's just a hypothesis. Yeah, I think Barry wanted him gone. He wants, he wants to keep the old guy at the expense of the young guy, period. Brian J says Islanders will sign 35 year old plus grinders. I hope not. Jarrell said the Rangers have the lowest faceoff percentage in the entire NHL. This just proves that you don't need to sign veterans to long term deals because they win faceoff. Sadly, Barry never got to learn that. He's never going to learn that. Oh, he's never going to. That's right. Man, oh man, look at that. I had no idea. Wow, the Rangers have the lowest faceoff percentage in the NHL. It's about it's about talent. It's about talent. It's I keep on telling you. Players win games. Coaches lose them. But players win games. Get the most talented players. And even if you have an average coach, you can do great things. 
That's all we have to do. Get better players. He said, I had some arguments with Phil on Twitter. He seems like he's trolling Islander fans big time. Either that or he's trolling Ranger. I was about to say, I know Phil. Phil, there might be a little bit of a truth. I feel like Phil is like a, you know, what do they say? With every joke, there's a there's a mini revelation. No, with every comedy always starts with some kernel of truth and kind of blows it out of proportion. And I think that the, the quote is, with every joke, there's a mini revelation. Okay. And I think that's somewhat as well, you know, there might be a little bit, right? Shesterkin, better goalie this year, but he takes a little, he's stretching, he's stretching a little bit. I love when Phil does it. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for sending that to me, Alexander. I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> hopefully the rain, hopefully Tampa gives Rangers the same pain they gave us. Tell me that wouldn't be, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Tell me now I might be kind of switching my ideology a bit. I don't know. I, I think either way, it's a lose-lose for us. Because what's worse? It's not a lose-lose. Hey, I will present both items here for us. Haven't we done this already today? Well, I, I didn't include this original thought. What happens if the team that stumped us the last two years has won the cup the last two years gets beaten by the Rangers the first time they face it? worse. That's even worse. I think I, that's about to say, I think that's even worse now. Maybe I'm more leaning towards pulling for the freaking the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, I don't know. <sighs> no matter what Rangers, happens. Okay. Let me try to explain it to you in the simplest terms I can. The Rangers winning is bad news for the Islanders. I, I can't explain it any other way than that. Rangers I, success equals bad news for Islander fans. Can you drop us out on a whiteboard. Like, I need you to go Rangers, Rangers win, Miley Islanders face. lose. Islanders frowny face. Can you do that for me? Because I don't, I'm not sure I quite grasp it. Rangers win equals Islanders lose. It's just that simple. Drill said, so TJ, your Rangers scored first. How do you feel? Uh, see, I, I'm telling you, I, I'll be honest with you. If I went out on Twitter and said, I want to root for the Rangers, let's just say hypothetically I supported that, I would get roasted. I would get, I'd get, i get burned at the stake, as I said. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Um, Shesterkin played every playoff game. Then why did Trotz play Sorokin every playoff game last season? Why didn't? Why didn't Trotz play Sorokin every playoff game last season? He didn't want to play Sorokin at all. It was only when Varlamov was shit in the bed against Pittsburgh. He had to bring Sorokin in. Yeah, Tr Trotz, Trotz is, again, a freaking that steadfast refusal to break away from guys who are 30 years old and every freaking facet of the game, I think, hurt us a bit. Sorokin was the far better goalie last year in the playoffs. He was the better goalie, I thought. He was the better goalie this year. Think about how long it took for him to say, okay, Sorokin's our guy. And even towards the end, there was splitting time. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Ridiculous. Wake up. Uh, David D says here, throw the kitchen sink at Johnny Goudreau. Um, though, it, you know, he might not come here anyway. Try, try, uh, try, try, and try at least. David's 100% right. Let me ask you, what would you be willing to throw at Johnny Goudreau, number-wise? I'd be willing to give him a seven-year deal, obviously. How much money would you be willing to throw his way? I'd offer him 10 and a half. I was about to say 10 and a half. I'd, I'd maybe go up to 11. Okay. You're the highest-paid player on your team. I, that won't bode well for other members, but... I'd be oh, well. I'd, I'd throw ten and a half at him in a second, nanosecond. Ten and a half, you know million, what it means? seven million, seven seven year deal. You know what it means? Instead of paying your bottom line guys three, four million dollars a year, you have the guys who make a million per, like Corey Perry, a million dollars a year, like the Mark Giordano's, eight hundred thousand dollars a year. You don't have to pay everybody four million dollars a year to play on your fourth line, That's or five million dollars a year to play on a third line. 
the big money goes to the good players who play on the top two lines. Those are the guys who score. Everybody else, you can throw them all in a freaking blender, grind their shit up, spit it back out, and you can have the bottom two lines. The kid who won a Calder said, I can't remember a team getting to play a team's backup goaltender in consecutive series that the Rangers are a good team, but beyond lucky. I would say I can remember last year when the Islanders played a hideous Tristan Yari, who is a miserable goaltender. He had the worst. I think it was since they tracked this stat in the playoffs, he had the worst save percentage to expected saves or what, what, what I can't remember how it's Corsi. Maybe it was the worst save percentage or the worst goals against for expected saves. His numbers are miserable, and they played a guy who wound up having to end a career-ending injury in Tuka Rask with a torn hip labrum. We got we played against some goalies who were in tough shape last year, so we we got fortunate for that, too. It was fortunate for us. Yeah, here's the thing. All I know is Tristan Jari was voted the Islanders MVP after the first round of the playoffs against the Penguins, and uh, you're right. Rask had the torn hip labrum where he shouldn't even have been on the ice. And their refusal to play Jeremy Swayman. Uh, David D says here, Johnny Goudreau and Forsberg off the table. The night snipe away Nazem Kadri for only three years. He's 31 years old. Now they're going to ask for, he, he's going to want Nazem Kadri is probably going to go out there this off season and want seven and a half million dollars. If not more, he's going to get, he had like 96 points this year, but he usually is a guy who puts up 40. Okay. He's going to get paid. I'm not and saying he's not. I'm just saying he's going to go out there at least asking for seven and a half. And he's going to get more than three years. Yes, I think he'll get more than three years. I bet he's going to get six. Five slash six years. I could see him getting five. Matthew S. said, the only thing I don't like about the Avalanche and the Oilers series is Kadri and Kane. Uh, but other than that, they're outstanding. Evander Kane's been putting up points. It helps when you play with uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid, right? Yep. Um, the Rangers' luck has been insane so far. Shesterkin is balling out, uh, ball, bailing at his sorry at defense. That's correct. Yeah. I agree. Um, uh, Joseph C said, This is how the Rangers have played all season and got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Don't know if you can luck yourself all the way to, to, to that point. No, I mean, they showed some comeback and some guts. They've gotten some breaks. Certainly, they should have lost to Pittsburgh. Louis Domingue shit the bed. And ran to shit to bed. But you know what? Here's the thing. They could have shrunk when they went down three to one. They could have shrunk when they went down three to two, and they didn't. They showed some guts and uh credit credit to Gerard Gallant. Let me ask you, let me ask you this real quick. Now, Pittsburgh's shit the bed the last two years with poor goaltending. You would figure they'd be a team that is desperately in need for a goalie this offseason, right? I know Tristan Yari, the backup was in Deming, but was Tristan Yari really that much of a better option for the postseason? He was much better this year than last year. And he it's, played they've been in a perpetual a perpetual hole trying to fill the void that Mark Andre Fleury left when he was gone. Yeah, well, they decided Matt Murray was better option than him. He didn't want to leave Pittsburgh. And then they decided Tristan Yari was a better option than him. Like I said, the most popular guy in town is the Backup quarterback and backup goalie. Casey DeSmith is up next. Yeah. Um, my buddy who's a Ranger fan said he said the Rangers are going to win in five games. Oh, wow. Doubt that. Don't be so sure about Colorado winning and beating Edmonton, uh, Matthew S. said. Drew L. says Lou getting Goudreau uh, must be a priority. I don't care if we've got to pay him $12 million a year. He's not worth $12 million a year. What's that? He's not worth $12 million a year. But when it's free agency, players get overpaid. They do. He's not Here's the thing. You think he's going to get paid just as much money as McDavid? I don't know. 
Probably not. No. I could at 10 and a half, I'd be yeah, down. Again, again, teams are up against a salary cap. Not every team can afford to make a splash like that. Just can't do it. Uh, we can right. Mr. B, Mr. B, Brendan M says here, uh, they've got cap work. Uh, they had they had the cap work around for the second cup. That should be that should have been an Islander Cup. Uh, no, you're talking about the Kucherov, yeah. No, um, mm. Frank, what's up? How are you? Yeah, you got to get Goudreau. Uh, Pittsburgh and Carolina had amateur goaltending. Let's be honest. True, they did. Um, uh, surely it's Tony Cheese says uh, unanimously um, is usually used uh, for more than two people agreeing on something. I don't know. When they say Did we use the word unanimous? We must have, because Tony Cheese wouldn't say something like that. That snide comment that 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 Tony G's that Tony Cheese rascal out there wouldn't make a snide comment at us if it wasn't true. Here's the uh, thing: if I agree on something, it's unanimous. Matthew said, "TJ, WTF is wrong with you? You never root for the slime of humanity." Talking about wow. Rangers. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why you're pushing that. Now says, no. "No way, he's rooting for the Rangers." No, he said, no way he's rooting for the Rangers. Not you. You're rooting for the Rangers, obviously. That's what I said. Alexander says, no way he's rooting for the oh, Rangers. Okay. Um, Rick C said, yeah, I'm with Grump. F the Rangers. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> Not rooting for that no Islander fan roots for the Rangers. Christmas saying, you're right, Grumpy. Jonathan Tavares, Toronto, was a physical team. Uh, Tampa Bay is better, though, but stranger things have happened. Um, when is point coming back? Do you think that, you know, he's the best second line center in hockey? I think he's, he's a hall of fame caliber player, Braden point. I say he's the best second line center in hockey right now. I don't think he's coming back this series. I he's think it would be until the Stanley cup finals. I agree. Cause they said his path to return could be still one that, you know, still got some mystery to it. He skated today, looked good. And then a little bumping along the boards and he came up limping again. So I, I, he might not even back the rest of the year. I think he's trying his best to come back, but I don't see it happening. That really weakens them. It really does. I'm telling you, Braden Point's one of those guys, if he stays healthy, who could be a Hall of Fame caliber player. Well, I firmly believe that. Got to stay healthy. Yep, that's the big thing. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Also, winning all those cups helps when you talk about a Hall of Fame. You know, you're, you're, you're right to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jeremy Ford saying here, the hits were 60 to 48 for Tampa versus the Toronto Maple Leafs and 41 to 31 the last two games of the series. Fairly physical. Happy Wednesday evening, fellas. Have a great show. Thank you, Jeremy. How are you? Um, Brett W says here, you can't erase history. Tampa winning doesn't change what the Islanders did. F the Rangers. There you go, Brett. I think that's a good that's a good way to put it. Um they won't win next year, doubtful this year. Yeah, I don't like they're they running just four to two right now to the Rangers. Yeah, it's game one. Remember, they also haven't lost back to back games in what 16 straight. I mean, they don't lose back to back. DDT says Rangers are the youngest team in the playoffs. And Bill Burdick says here, 19 straight playoff series wins. Enough said. Yes. Okay. I love how people throw that out there. All I care about is the cups. And the 19 straight playoff series wins. What grumpy? What? 19 straight playoff series. That's what I'm saying. Winning those playoff series year after year is so difficult. So difficult. Definitely the Rangers win a cup if they get to the finals. Colorado doesn't have strong goaltending. Yeah, I think the team that. I feel more confident about Tampa. 
that they come out of the East because they can play defense. The Rangers really don't. But Shesterkin and Vasilevsky both are head and shoulders better goaltenders than any of the pieces of shit perfect, uh, you know, floating around out there in the West Coast. John Smith said, honestly, I don't care about it. The Lightning win four in a row. It's sad that we have to hold on what happened 40 years ago. I care about the Islanders now. Uh, in no world, I want to see the Rangers win a cup. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's. I will say it is sad that we take pride in something that happened 40 years ago because of such a misery that we've endured over the last four decades, three decades. You say that's sad now. So you say that's sad now? I just think that's a good point he brought up. I can't say that that's a good point he brought up, and maybe my perspective is changing a little bit. Because, you know, your whole argument is perpetrated on something that happened over 40 years ago. That's correct. Okay. That is, that's a good way to put it in, right? 40 years. I'm just thinking about the... That is right. Our team has been so sad and sorry over that time period that it just it puts into perspective how miserable we've been that we hold on to you know success that we had four decades ago and we hold that and we're clinching. At least I'm clinching on to it as that's the pinnacle, that's the peak. I want to protect that. I think a lot of I think other I think I'm not the only honor fan who thinks this way. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't be the only one. DDT says here, and the Rangers also have a deep prospect pool. Yeah. Um Matthew said Grump is dead on. Um, Frank says it's more impressive that we made it to five cups in a row and against one of the greatest teams in NHL history with Gretzky, Messier, uh, Grant Fleur, et cetera. Glenn Anderson, Yari Curry, Paul Coffey. I mean, holy shit. They were loaded. The Rangers doing well is great for the Islanders. When Lou looks at their youth and team speed, uh, it has to propel their team into that direction. Unless he just does the anti-ranger thing. Uh, surely it's Tony. She said, I agree with TJ on Tampa's three being better than the Islanders four. Just seems hard to stay consistently great and maintain that with the salary cap. Thank you, Tony Cheese. Thank you, Tony Cheese. Now I know Tony Cheese is rooting for the Rangers too. Oh. Tony Cheese, I see you. I hear you, Tony Cheese. Everybody who's a friend of Tony Cheese know that he's rooting for the Rangers. So everybody up there, go ahead and pummel Tony Cheese. Just kidding, of course. Um, Alexander says, if the Rangers beat Tampa, can you imagine the shit talking that the Ranger fans will talk towards the other fans? I'm sure it will be. Absolutely. They don't even have to win the cup. If we beat Tampa, no problem. You couldn't yeah, do it in two straight years. Up at that one. Um, Andrew L said, no Islander fan in their right mind could actually root for the Rangers and vice versa. True. Drew L says, TJ, uh, what would you rather have the Rangers win a cup and become the superior New York franchise or Tampa possibly putting our four cup run into jeopardy as one of the best dynasties in history? I don't think it would ever diminish what we did in the 80s. I don't think this is the superior franchise in New York. I just don't think that. Really? Even with a cup, they're not the superior franchise in New York. The Rangers? Correct. Okay. I think they're the better team right now. That's correct. I don't think they're the better franchise. How many cups do the Rangers have in their entire history? Four. Same as us. Yeah, and they were an original 16. That tells you all you need to know. They don't they don't even freaking come close to us as a franchise. We have been we have been a franchise for a blink compared to how long they've been a franchise for. Sorry. I don't think it comes close to encroaching on what the Islanders are as a franchise compared to the Rangers. Not trying to belittle them, but what we've done in a short time period is exactly what they've done since the inception of the NHL. So, doesn't I don't think that in, intrudes on our space. 
We won more. Uh, okay. We won what? Four Stanley Cups in what? The first 12 years of our existence, 13 years of our existence, and none since. That's very Ranger-like. Very Ranger-like. When's the last time the Rangers won a cup? 1994. Okay. It was that cup, and then before that, it's what? It's one in the last. 1940. That's about to say. I can't remember. It was like one in the last 80-something years. Like I said, when you lose a lot, they can chant 1940 at you. Then We used to chant at them all the time. 1940. All And they couldn't do anything. The Ranger fans hated that. 1940. <laughs> 1940. Holy shit. 1940. Man, they hated that. I only just do it to them all the time. We win a couple of cups. If they win a cup, then they can start chanting 1983 or whatever the hell they chant. Or, you know, who knows? Believe me, they can come up with some snide-ass chant. Long ago. They can come up with a snide-ass chant, believe you me. I trust me. I'm not saying they can't. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it doesn't roll off the tongue like 1940. Man, that really rolls off the tongue. It does. Uh, Chris missed that here. Um, Tampa played over the cap. Grump, that team stacked. No, uh, and not from young talent. I don't know how Tampa does it. They have the right mix of guys in the room with a really good head coach and a great organization. Um, uh, you, um, Frank says here, Rangers are doing good because of the Islanders. Last five games two years ago, we beat the Rangers 13-1. to Got them a new general manager and showed them how to play physical hockey. They followed our lead. You're welcome. Um, and then Thomas B. says, Gents, um, there have been followers. Uh, I, there have been followers of hockey analytics that argued that the Rangers' numbers were terrible. Their goalie is keeping them in games and no Islander fans root for the Rangers to win ever. True. The kid who won the Calder says here, the Islanders dynasty played in a much more physical era than Tampa's did. Well, here's the thing. Tampa's played in the era to where goaltending is much, much better. I know, you know, you look at sticks, you know, a lot better now than they were then too, but goaltending is actually much better, you know, as a whole. And Tampa also has the luxury of medical advancements of today. Tampa didn't have to play full seasons in either year as well. All, all factual statements. I think then you're really trying to go ahead and you're really trying to do anything you can to pick little holes. Um, James F says, sorry, TJ Grump's right. If the Rangers win the cup, you'll never hear the end of it. You can imagine next season would be like the Islanders play the Rangers next season and the Ranger fans are mocking us. True. Tampa has, what, four or five Hall of Fame? I think Tampa has five Hall of Fame players on it right now. I think Braden points a close, maybe if depending on how long he plays and how many cups he wins. Kucherov is a guy, Stamkos, Vasilevsky, and Hedman. I think all five of those guys have a legitimate chance. What about John Cooper? Mm. Hall of Fame coach. If John Cooper wins another cup, he'll definitely be a first ballot Hall of Fame coach. No doubt. No doubt. Um, holding on to the dynasty, to a dynasty so old that they were sh- they were shooting on stand-up goaltenders is just sad. We need the Islanders to be good today, period. That's right, John. I agree. The Islanders do need to get better today. See, John thinks like I do, obviously. You, not so much. I don't Ooh, know. I, 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 you're, just like, you're like a freaking waffle cone over there. Well, no, no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I still want to hold on to the dynasty. I still want to hold that and revere it. Because it's the only thing we've got. But right, John's right. If our team was damn good and we were winning cups, we wouldn't. I, 
I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, we got to hold that. We got to hold that sacred to us because the last time we won a cup was 1984. You better pray that the Rangers don't win the cup because people are going to blame it on you for rooting for them. Gonna, here's the thing: they are going to blame it on me if the Rangers win a cup too. Because uh -huh. I said, I said it. I said what I said. I said what I said. Um, right now, there's a lot of parody in the NHL and Grumpy with Vasilevsky as a as a goalie. Anything is possible. True. But things just change so much from year to year. Once your core starts getting old, you get a few injuries. It does, Jen. Christmas said, I've got Tampa and Edmonton. Sorry, Grump. With Kane, that team is playing better. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. Helped. We'll see. It has helped. Um, Alexander says, it was a mistake for Edmonton to get rid of Cam Talbot. <laughs> yeah, when your other options, Mike Smith. Mm. Do you think Varlamov? Would be enough to beat a team like for if if he was in or Varlamov would have been enough to beat a team like Colorado. It give him a way better chance. Varlamov's a better goalie than Mike Smith. Calgary is good with Suter or Sutter, um, and I agree that Calgary was better than Edmonton. And I was surprised that they won so quickly, though. Me too. Um, Frank saying we have Barzal, Sorokin, and Dobson, and a lot of good players. Get two, get two guys, and we're back. And don't trade Bellos or Wallstrom; uh, they will be big players for us. True. We'll sign a Goudreau, sign a Goudreau, trade for a Chikrin. We're right back in the mix. <laughs> we'll see this offseason if Lou doesn't upgrade the offense. We're done. I agree. The kid who won the caller said um, there were a lot of rumors that the Oilers try to trade for Varlamov, but he killed the deal because of the no trade clause, the modified Shit. no trade clause. Ugh. Yeah, I, I heard that they that he didn't want to move, so and they were not interested in moving him. Mm. Marshall was disappointing. It's the main reason they lost. Yeah. True. Um. Uh, it was a mistake for them not to trade for Varlamov. Talking 100 percent agreed. Yep. Um, Christopher C said, "I've been attacked by so many Islander fans only because of the, only because I want the Ranger, I want the Rangers to win. Um, they don't recognize the bigger picture. The Rangers are younger and a fast team. If they win a series, we could learn something from them." Christopher, you cannot tell Islander fans that you're rooting for the Rangers. Christopher, we stand strong. We stand strong, Christopher. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to have to protect TJ and Christopher as we go forward. I they're going to be on. Uh, we're going to be. We're going to be on. We're going to be. We're going to have protection program. Yeah, secret. Yes, uh, I got to be on. What do they call that? Um, the witness protection program. Witness protection program. There it is. Sorry, I talked over you earlier. Um, Yes, the Oilers screwed the pooch on Varlamov, but I think it's time Lou wanted to accommodate. And I think at that time, Lou wanted to accommodate Barry. I think it could have been a possibility. Goongoon says, um, shouldn't Kiss reunite with the original lineup of Ace? Who's that? Gene, Gene Paul, and Peter at least yeah. one last time before riding off into the jolly old sunset. I think so. I think so. I know they've had issues before where uh, Peter Chris had some issues with drugs. Um, Ace Freely's had some issues, you know, uh, Gene Simmons and, um, Paul Stanley, you know, they're great. Um, but yeah, I think they would. I, and honestly, they're great together, but I don't think you want to do a big long tour, but here's the thing. Money always talks maybe five, 10 years from now, they'll roll them out there one more time for one more last cash grab. Who knows? Um, Christmas said here, grumpy. I agree with TJ McCarr. 
um, or however spelling name is spelled. Um, it was one game. I don't think he's great defensively. <sighs> What's the noise? Rangers up five to two. All right, so this one's over. No biggie. This was going to be the worst game that Tampa played. It was going to be game one. He's thinking they're kind of getting their feet back under them for taking absolutely getting their legs back. Absolutely. Okay. That's uh, a possibility. Certainly is. Paul O.C. said uh, when Montreal won five straight cups from 1956 to 1960, a team only had to win three series to win a cup. It was two series. They only had to win two series to win a cup. So even if they won five straight cups, they only won 15 straights or they only won what grumpy then 10 straight series. Yep. There was only six teams, six teams in the NHL. The bottom two teams didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. So when there's, when you're winning, when there's six teams in the, in the league, I'm not giving you too much credit for that. Sorry. I mean, shit. Um, Hey, did you guys hear that? Nino is a free agent. Do you want him? No, no, thank you. Nino need a rider? I mean, yeah. look at some of the other shit we got trolling the bottom of our roster. Tell the me answer, is he the answer for us? The answer should be no. Okay. He's not an answer for us. So As a bottom six guy, he's an upgrade of what we have. He's going to want money. The whole fourth line should just be shot. Again, yeah. re-signing Cal Clutterbuck back. Why? Re-signing Zach Parise back. Why? And all you're doing is stopping young guys from uh, – from contributing to the team. I just, it's its so dumb. Drew said, hold up. I'm laughing my freaking ass off. See, TJ, Lane's nephew can't play hockey, man. I've been telling you this for months. Yeah, I just started doing my research. That's right. Uh, Frank says, hit the thumbs up, guys. That's right. Hit the thumbs up on the video if you like it. Chris Smith said here, agreed, Grumpy. They need a skill forward. Absolutely, they do. Um, More than one. More than one. I pray, Frank says, I pray that Lou doesn't F up um, this. He needs a young assistant general manager, like the grumpy old man's been saying, to keep Lou up to date on players, et cetera. Yep. Um, Jeremy Ford said, how do you guys feel about uh, a, a Cutter Gaithier? Um, uh, Cutter Gauthier. Was that? Cutter Gauthier. Yeah, I'll tell you what. He's got the best name in the draft. I'm all for him, too. He's. I've seen it. What I've seen him projected to kind of slot all over the place. Like I said, as long as it's not a freaking defenseman, I'm in. And I don't want some grinder type. I want a guy who's got some high end offensive talent, great shot. You know, he does, he does have a good shot. Yeah, those are the type of guys I'm looking at. Drives the net, got wheels. Those are the guys I'm looking. At. I'm not looking at. Oh, really solid two way game. I don't care about that. I've got. I see some people have him in the top ten. Sorry, I don't have him anywhere like that. I mean, like, I, somebody is going to fall to us that we're not expecting. That's my point. Somebody will fall. It's about picking the guy who falls and picking the best player available who falls. Here's the other thing, Grumpy. I know you're not going to agree with me on this one, right? If a defenseman falls to us and it's a really talented guy, select the defenseman. No, there are some really talented defensemen in this class. That's all I'm no. saying. No, 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 no. Out of the top 15 picks, they're only looking at two defensemen. And they should I'll both be gone. What do you mean? Two Out of the top 15 picks, they're talking about maybe two defensemen being in the top 15. And they that's should both true. be. That's not true. 
Okay. Then you're making a mistake. He's a guy who's going to go top 15. Pavel Mignokov is going to go in the top 15. I'm going to tell you one thing. Simon Nimick is going in the top 15. I see the Denton. Oh, what the hell? How did he pronounce Okay, now you're pushing the freaking envelope. Okay, again, I'm talking about it, guys. No, he'll, go in, he'll go in the top 15 too. Well, it's, five, we don't I'm think them. five defense are probably oh going to Oh, my top. God. Then, then you're making a real mistake. I'm not saying they draft a defenseman. I'm just saying if there's a guy who slips and falls to us, I, I I don't care forward defense. If there's a guy who's projected to go top five who slips and falls to us, I don't give a shit if he's a defenseman. If he comes out there and says, "Oh, I like green colored ice cream," and you know, if he's weird, or I don't know if he slips and falls to us. Pick the guy who falls, Grumpy, best uh, player available. Yeah, I don't want a defenseman. I don't want some diminutive defenseman. That's what I don't want. That's what I do not want. I want – what can't we do? What's the thing we struggle to do the most? Scoring. Put the freaking puck in the net. That's what we need to rectify. Okay. Okay, Grumpy. Next comment. Um, And then uh, – oops. You don't want to trade yet Bellows or Wallstrom. I think Lou trades the pick. I'd rather hit – I'd rather keep all the picks, though. Yep, same. Without a doubt. Um. Ooh, um, Eve L said, I also like Marco Casper. That's about to say, he's a guy, uh, Frank Nazar, uh, Philip Nazar, and uh, ooh, Jonathan Licker, Licker Maki. I always mispronounced that name. But, I was about to say, all those guys are projected to where it could be, hey, they go, you know, early to mid teens to where they could slip into the 20s. It's like there's a lot of those type of guys in this draft, and it's, it's a lot deeper of a draft class than it has been in years past. Well, that's where you try to trade up. Unless, unless you're okay, all there are defensemen here. Well, we're going to drop down. I mean, I don't know, but I know what I want. I want high offensive talent, guys who can score, guys who drive the net. I don't want guys who, like I said once again, oh, yeah, hey, they're really good in the back end. They can really play defense. I don't care about that. We have a team loaded with guys like that. We need guys who can score, guys who can produce. Those are the type of things that we actually need. That's what we need to draft for. That's where we need to go after in free agency or in trades. We can play defense. Yes, we have to modify our defense a little bit, get that left shot defenseman. But, you know, addition by subtraction with Chara and Green, let's be honest, neither guy could really move at the end, automatically makes your defense bigger. Mayfield's coming back. Sallow could step up and play in your bottom pairing with Mayfield. You get yourself a solid left shot defenseman, a Chikrin type, whatever. Uh, then your defense and your goal, your backs, uh, your backside is absolutely set. Forward grouping is totally different, though. That's the issue going forward. Matt Barzell, Oliver Wallstrom, Kiefer Bellows, you know Nelson. That's about it. You did a great job stalling, Grumpy. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> kind of disappeared. I don't know why. Uh, Grumpy, I don't think they can get rid of Bailey. I hope that Lambert doesn't play him. Uh, doesn't play him as an extra skater like like um, like Trotz did. They can get rid of Bailey. They're just going to have to be proactive in getting rid of Bailey. You don't want to do like you did last year, where you know you waited for everybody else to dump all their salary cap money on Ottawa, the uh, you know the Kings, Detroit. You got to do that early. You don't want to be the last guy having a guy with five million dollar cap hit and having him in your back pocket. You got to make those deals early. Lamarillo says, oh, I like to use time. Well, listen here, you stupid old bastard. You're going to have to be proactive this year. You have no safety net. 
It's like Carl Walenda walking across the two buildings in Puerto Rico in 1972 or 73. Hey, ah! Bye-bye. Don't do that dumb shit anymore. Don't do that dumb shit. I remember shit. watching that on TV. You watched it on the watch. news. Look at Carl Walenda, 70 years old. It was windy. And he tries to hold on. You didn't see him hitting the pavement, but you said he was 70 years old? Yeah. 7-0. 70 years old. Carl Walenda. Carl with a K. Um, Drew L said, TJ Grump, honestly, I may be the minority. I think that Walshman could at 60 plus points if he's on the first line. That also includes him being on the power play. Remember how much he was scoring earlier on this last season? Um, I, I think at 45 to 50 is kind of where I've got him. I, I expect him to make that jump 45 to 50 if he's in the right situation. Yes, I don't see him as a 60 point guy yet. He's only 21. Frank says, Yeah, grumpy old man, I want Johnny Hockey. Gotta help him. Uh, got. We got to help him. My instincts tell me that he wants to play with Barzal. I tell you what, I'm all for that. I didn't think he'd ever come here with Barry here, but now maybe he would. You know, here's the thing. If Barry goes to Philadelphia, that's got to be, oh, shit, I don't want to go there. Remember, we've got the man with, we got legitimate inside scoop who gave us the information. Oh, by the way, by the by, I've got to show you something this, this evening, Grumpy, after the show. I'll show you something. Um, sorry, I, I, it just reminded me. You just could have told me that after the show. I, I, I would not have remembered. And I wanted now you. everyone's going to want to know, oh, shit. What has he got to tell the grumpy old man? We have some news that we're keeping on the DL for right now. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, James F. says here, Johnny Hockey wants Panarin money. That's fine. You will eat a pony you up Panarin, Panarin money now when you're going to have the cap start to increase. You have to, If he wants Panarin type money, that's fine. I'm down for it. Throw it at him. Um, yeah, I mean, you either want to get you either want to become a good team or you don't. You want to pony up your money and save the rest of your summer, or you want to be on welfare the whole winter. That's Drew what it comes down to. Drill says, "Oh my, it was God. only three thousand bucks. I'll find him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for ten. All right, Grumpy. Two hours in. We're going to try to keep it quick. Oh, now we got to keep it quick. Okay. I don't know what the hell the references you're making are. I don't know if anybody else gets these references. Do people get these references that Grumpy makes? Or is it him just speaking into the wind? That's, everyone knows that's Jaws, by the way. Jaws? Yeah, Captain Quint. You don't know that was Jaws? Jaws was like the biggest movie of all time. Until Shrek. The first, the first blockbuster Evan, ever. Shrek is love, Grump. Drew Hell says, oh, my God. Tampa, the one time I root for you. Christmas said that was a bad call. And, and Matthew C. said, unbelievable. Um, oh, my God. Vasilevsky just hit the Rangers with a, a pad stick save. Um, John Smith said, if the puck crosses a line and he does not touch it until his teammate tags up, it's not offside. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Stick that. is not in contact with the puck. See, I thought his stick was in contact with the puck when it crossed over the line. Like so I said, it shouldn't be close. Okay, let's just look at the way the rules written. I could carry it over. What's to stop every single player as they're carrying over? Get a little extra push. Keep it within range. But get a little extra push in case your guy's close like that. Just lift your stick up and put it right back on it. I just think it's a dumb fucking rule if that's how it's written. I've never seen it called like that ever. So, okay. um, anyway, TJ sent you the reason why. Sorry, I'm still not agreeing with it. Um, oops. Uh, give me a sec here. Okay. Sorry. Um, Michael O. 
saying here the Rangers are going to win the cup and the Islanders franchise is doomed. UBS Arena will be a ghost town, which is saying a lot because it already was an inaugural. See, this is the type of thing that you'd have to listen to. And what could you say? I mean, all you could do is just let smiles at yay, yeah, ain't lying. Kanye the Giant says, sorry. I know this isn't a general sports podcast, but I just found out Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame. What the fuck? Yeah. It's it's the sanctimonious, it's the sanctimonious people who who write who write for these uh who who determine who's in the Hall of Fame, these writers. That's the issue. Oh, we can't go ahead and let it ruin the fantastic, the integrity of the game, even though almost 80% of all the players were doing steroids back then. We, you know, if we don't like you, well, we can't let you in. Even though David Ortiz did steroids. We're gonna let him in though, because he's he's a fun guy. We like him. We like how we like him. In, we like him in a role on MLB Network, and he's a real nice guy. So his numbers are gonna count. They they wanted to punish guys who were the biggest players in the game, Bonds and Clements. Yeah, as I say, Clements. How many Cy Youngs did Clements win? Five or six? I think seven. Seven fucking Cy Youngs didn't make the Hall of Fame. What the and fuck? Because of and here's the thing: I don't care that they use steroids. Everyone was doing it. The integrity of the game, it's horseshit. It's horseshit. Just say, you know what? That's what it was in the steroid era. That's just the way it was. They Frank were the greatest. He's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yes. That son of a bitch has prevagen commercials talking about using steroids to go ahead and get your little get your get your get your little muscle back, get your testosterone up. Motherfucker, look how big his forehead grew in his Frank freaking Thomas because he's Oh, he's a nice guy. Go Frank Thomas. We love Frank Thomas, though. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, not included. What? What? They made. What? They wanted to make examples of those two guys in particular. I'm letting you know something. About every freaking player did it. Every player did it. I have no problem with Sammy Sosa, Mark. Every single one of those players should be in. We're just going to completely ignore or be selective with the memory we have of who tested positive, who didn't. Like, A-Rod won't make the Hall of Fame. Tell me A-Rod wasn't one of the top three players Almost his whole career, even when he was, even when he didn't take steroids, he was fantastic. It's I don't so care they took steroids. I don't care they took. I don't steroids. either. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me at all. Do you think a guy like, oh, okay, DeAndre Hopkins tested positive for performance enhancing drugs in Arizona? The NFL doesn't give two shits about if guys use steroids or not. They could care less. They <laughs> so could you care think, less. You think if DeAndre Hopkins goes on and has a fantastic career, they're like. Oh, we can't vote DeAndre Hopkins in because he used performance-enhancing drugs this one year and he got a six-game suspension for it. Think about how many guys get popped for that every single year. Does anyone even talk about it? Oh, no, he just got a suspension. Oh, damn it. He's out of my fantasy football lineup for the next six That's weeks. It. Son of a bitch. Nobody That's cares. That's all they say. <laughs> they don't care. They, they don't care. At least they're not hypocrites about it. It's, it was about to say, it's just it's just. Holder than thou, baseball the, writers. The NFL doesn't give two this shits. Is, about, this is America's pastime, and we have to uphold that. The NFL doesn't give two shits about their players at all, but no. at least they're not hypocrites about it. I mean, they're pretty obvious. You want to go on steroids? I don't give a shit. Just more meat for the grinder. That's the way we look at it. Ugh. I about to say, it's not hurting me. I don't care. They can do whatever they want. Yep. So when I go to the gym and I see somebody lifting, okay, fantastic. You know, if they were using steroids, okay. I, they understand the repercussions that come with it. 
not my not my cross to bear. Um, Paulo C says here, TJ Tampa is not even close to the Islanders of the four straight cup years. Not only did they win four straight cups, the 19 straight playoff series, and they went to the finals that fifth year. Just think about it. I know, I know. Trust me, I know. Um, Christmas said here. Grumpy TJ, whose goalie is better, Colorado or Edmonton's? Grumpy, when uh, when everybody says one team is going to win, Colorado is usually the take over the other over the team in Edmonton. Right, he says. If everyone says Colorado, he leans to the other team in Edmonton. Yeah, I'd say uh, Edmonton's goalie is the worst goalie left in the playoffs. Mike Smith is terrible. So even Francois is, uh, Francois is better than uh, than Mike Smith, and either of the two goalies of the East are infinitely better than either one of those two guys. Yes, and here's the other thing though too, Paulo. I understand 19 straight playoff series victories, and that's special, right? I'm not demeaning that, but when you look in the history books, they don't say, "Oh, the Islanders almost won five. They won four cups. That's it, four cups in a row." That's what they look at. Not five or almost five or four and a half, but four cups. True. And if Tampa wins three, I think that's on par, if not slightly better than the four cups we won. Just that's my opinion. Um, Nikki said, TJ, if you look at it from a different angle, uh, or if you look at it from a different angle from the Oilers goalie view, it was offsides. I was like you, but uh, once, once you see it from a different angle, you'll understand. Maybe it wasn't offside is what he meant to say. I don't know. Looked a mighty offsides to me. It doesn't matter. TJ or Grump, have you guys either been up to Canada? Yes. No, I have not. You've been I to have. Canada when you go to Canada, Grump. Years ago. Fair enough. Fair enough. You go to see any games, Grump? No. Alexander says, nice. I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do like a Canada trip, though. I absolutely want to go, you know, Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal. Edmonton, Cal, all those Canadian teams. I'd love to see a game and every everything, single thing, like over a two, three week period of time. Take a nice long trip. Uh, Drew L says, interesting that the Rangers have the highest amount of rebound goals in the NHL. Makes you think really about their defense. Maybe a rebound goal surrendered. Huh. Well, what does it tell you? Sesterkin doesn't control his rebounds, number one. That's number one thing it tells me. And then number two is. They're not great defensively clearing the puck out. We're clearing men out. We keeping you awake. Yes, we are. Alexander also says, I think Grumpy deserves a vacation. He does. It's true. Um, uh, TJ, tell KD and Kyrie I say hi. And also, they did my Knicks a huge favor by not joining our team. Oh. Wow. 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 Okay. The Rangers have as many goals in two periods as the Panthers did against Vasilevsky the entire series. Well, I'd say they have even more now looking at the score. Yeah. Things have gone. Things got out of hand a mighty quick rump. That's all right. Today, you figured by the end their legs would be a little bit heavy. They haven't played in nine days, but towards the end of the series, that's when it pays benefits. The Rangers just came off a, a two seven game series, back to back seven game series. Every other day, it'll start wearing them out a little bit towards the end of this series. We'll see. James, I say, TJ, you're living life with these vacations. How do you, how do you do it when gas is $6 a gallon? Very frugal. Um, Frank Hay said, I told people before the series started, 
that the Rangers had the one ingredient that the Islanders did not have versus Tampa Bay's offense. I predicted versus Tampa Bay offense. Oh, versus Tampa Bay. Sorry, I didn't that offense gotcha. I didn't do the periods, but they had against Tampa Bay, which is offense. I predicted the Rangers in six. We'll see. I'm I still don't think so. Hmm. Um, Christmas said here, Tampa has the goaltending and is better. Um, surely it's Tony Chi said, I never once thought TJ's a New Yorker. <laughs> um, um, John Smith said, I can tell why you're a New Yorker grump with the death. I can tell why you're not a New Yorker grump with the death blow. Ouch. Treating people like dirt is every New Yorker's God-given right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that we talk shit about everybody. Oh man, um, uh, uh, TJ is the opposite of a New Yorker. New York has been uh, talking shit, drinking their coffee in water. Uh, water, 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 water. Um, I can't give up on Wallstrom. I agree. Uh, I would give up Bellows, Wild, and next year's first round pick for Kevin Fiala. Again, I don't understand the love for Fiala. He's like a two month wonder. Forsberg's who they need. Can we trade for Patrick Line? He's not going anywhere. I would, if free up the cap space, we've discussed ways that you could free up the cap space. We discussed guys you could trade off the team to free up the cap space. Make it happen. Discuss the dead nauseum. I would rather throw ever throw ten and a half million at Johnny Goudreau. Simple as that. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather have uh, Goudreau over Forsberg. Yep. Every day of the week. Yep. I'd rather have Wallstrom than Forsberg. Believe it or not, I would too. I still believe in Wallstrom. Still believe in Wallstrom. Simple as that. Um. Let's see. Not you know how you know he has value. You know how we know. He- you want to know how you know he has value? That's the guy that got put, that teams want in trade deals. Uh, Drill said, not only the mismanagement of draft capital, Taves had the highest or the sixth highest plus minus this year in the history of the sport. Is it the history of hockey he's had the sixth highest? I don't know. Maybe the league. Can you stall for a second, Grumpy, as I'm trying to pull it up? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I don't know what it was, but Taves has been great all year for them. So, no issues there, honestly. Um, but the mismanagement of the draft capital, I don't think we've really mismanaged our draft capital. We just picked the wrong guys. We had much... uh mean know, the trade? They're talking about the trade. Well, I, I know. I think he's talking about just getting two seconds for Taves, maybe. I don't know. But we want to, you know, using part of those deals to get rid of Andrew Ladd. I mean, is what it is what it is, I guess. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I was wrong. Wow. Never mind. Devontae's plus minus is only a plus 52 this season. Still pretty good. Oh, he had the sixth highest this year. Well, shit. I know he was on track at one point. He had the highest. Okay. Well, he finished up six highest. Johnny Goudreau had the highest plus minus this year with plus 64. Okay. So Calgary must have really turned it on. I mean, like yeah, I'm, looking at, I'm talking about plus minus wise. I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, look at how many of these guys played for. I mean, Elias Lindholm's on the list, Kachuk's on the list. I mean, they just, I mean, Calgary must have really, I forgot. Wow. I didn't think Calgary really started pouring on at the end of the year is exactly what it must have been. 
Calgary, Calgary was a good team until he got to the playoffs. Yeah, he had the fourth highest plus minus this year because three Calgary players leapfrogged him. Goudreau, Elias Lindholm, and Matthew Kachuk. Okay. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Thank you there, Drew. Um, sorry, get through some comments here. Oh, man. Uh, that's not good. Um, Thurman Munson, baby. Yeah, I know um, TJ was not. You know who Thurman Munson is? Who was? No. Oh, God, it gets worse. You never heard of Thurman Munson? The name is a baseball player. He was a baseball player. He was a catcher for the New York Yankees who died in a plane crash. How long ago did he catch for the Yankees, Grump? In the 1970s. Okay. I think he died in 1979. Was he a Hall of Fame player? He did not make the Hall of Fame. But I'll tell you what, he won league MVP. Uh, he was a fantastic player for them. Great blood and gut catcher. Thurman Munson was the first captain of the Yankees since Lou Gehrig. Mm. Think about that. Kingpin. Let's look at pictures from us. Matthew, I said, make him sleep outside. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Oh, geez. What's the next <laughs> comment? Surely it's Tony Chi says Charles Manson was DB Cooper's best friend. Defensive He's defensive back Cooper's best friend, huh? Defensive back Cooper's best friend. Defensive back oh, Cooper. Yeah. That's the old timers defensive back Cooper, though. <laughs> defensive back Cooper. Um, Christmas said Charles Manson was a serial killer. And TJ's non-sport knowledge is unreal. It is unbelievable, isn't it? Drewell knows defensive back Cooper. Defensive, defensive back, back Cooper. Back there Cooper. he is. Defensive back Cooper. It's not a cartoon, says oh. John Smith. Oh. Defensive true. back Cooper. Oh, Matthew, I said, put him on mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Christmas said, Grumpy's right. Um, not actually a serial killer by definition, but he was. Yeah, he like, yeah. He didn't actually kill anybody. He had his little minions go out there and do it. How are you guys today, Islanders big fan? What's up, Islanders big fan? Doing well. Hopefully you are too. John Smith said, Christ, TJ. Oh, man. You know, grumpy Steve McQueen was invited to Sharon Tate's party at the house, but he missed his flight. Think about it. Uh, if he had made the flight, um, he would have been another victim. Either that or he would have kicked all their asses and wiped them out. Steve McQueen was like, you know what? You want to know what? And, uh, I know I'm wasting my time. I don't even uh, know who we're talking about right now. Ah! You know, it's Lightning McQueen. You remember him? Lightning McQueen? Yeah, no Lightning McQueen, the race car. Steve McQueen was known as the King of Cool. He was in movies like Papillon, Bullet, The Towering Inferno. Ugh, unbelievable. Sand Pebbles. Shit, Steve McQueen, the King of Cool. Sand Pebbles is the name of a movie. Yes, The Great Escape. Steve freaking McQueen. Oh. You tell me cars, and then you tell me Lightning McQueen. I've oh. seen that. Jesus. Like I said, I know I'm just wasting my time. Um, Kanye the Giant says here um, some interesting connections between Manson and the CIA. If you want to go down the rabbit hole, sometime I, 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 you know what? I'm down so many rabbit holes, Kanye, that I can't go down another one. I practically live no, in the rabbit Steve hole. McKean would have kicked ass. Now, who the hell is Sharon Tate? Sharon Tate. I I explained it earlier. She was an actress, like a B-level actress. She was married to, I think, Roman Polanski at the time. And uh, 
she was pregnant and she got did her in. And why were they killing these people? Because they were fucked up. He, hmm. be, you know, he believed in killing them. He was crazy. Charles, that's you ever all right in the Sopranos. Um, oh shit, what was his name? God damn it! One of the characters He's who came, smart. one not Tony, one of the guys who came out of prison was dating Janice, his sister. Gosh, I forgot his name. I can't believe it. He give him like he'd stare. Richie Aprile was it? Richie Aprile. And he would stare at him like this, like, yo, man, turn off the Manson lamps. Because <laughs> his eyes were like, he'd look at you like this, like Charles Manson. He's like, yo, man, you see those Manson lamps? Mm. Funny shit. Drew L said, eh, screw TJ. Nathan Gerby or Gerby, or is it Gerby? Was 5'4", and he played for like a decade. Yeah, he was. He found little spots here and there. I mean, he also played for the Buffalo Sabres when they were bad. Like, he... Pretty much bad teams. Uh, you know, Ruslan Ishikov might be able to slot in maybe a bottom six, a third line guy, third line score. But I mean, like he, when you're that small, you really can't offer too much. I don't think Ruslan Ishikov has got a long way to go. JK said the worst seats are by the glass, in my opinion. They are. You can't see the whole. Th- you can't see the whole ice. Yeah. Uh yeah, I agree. Grump taves them, uh, or tase them. <laughs> Grumpy. You tase somebody, you be in handcuffs. Not if you're part of the security team, you won't. They, they like James it. said, what does your shirt say, Grumpy? My, my shirt says Homeland Security, and it shows uh, Native Americans holding rifles saying fighting terrorism since 1492. I can't think of anything more true, honestly. Mm. Sal P said, I just don't. Look, hold on, Grumpy. Do you see who that is who commented? Sal Portelli. Sal Patelli. You know what he's got on, Grump? Come on. No. That Grumpy's Groupy shirt. You can find that in the link in the description below. Um, so uh, if you don't have it, make sure you got some place to check out Grumpy's Groupy shirts. And I love anytime somebody has a shirt, put your profile. <coughs> put your profile picture. Man, I'm dying. Put your profile pictures, you with the shirt on, and I promise you, you'll get the love that Sal P does all the time. He's got the Giga Chad beer going on. Uh, the fact that the Rangers are up four to two on the bolts, or TJ's lack of music slash movie, or uh, lack of movie slash music trivia. LOL. I don't know what's more pain. The Rangers pain. being up six to two now, or my lack of movie slash music trivia. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Honestly, it's embarrassing. Mm. Um, let's see here. Um, yep, TJ just proved that Barry's a senile, stubborn guy. Yeah, um, absolutely is. Uh oh, let's see here. Oops, um, sorry, I got mixed up here with a few of the comments. Okay, here we go. Um, a lot of truth is, je- oh, a lot of truth is said in jest. Maybe that's what it is. Tukarask was injured. Colorado just, you know, Colorado is keeping him. Mm. Maybe he's talking about uh, Kyrie. I'm not sure. He's going to want to get paid. Um, And we beat Tampa in game one last year. That we did. Drill said, TJ, the difference between us and the Rangers this year is that last year's playoff Islanders, despite the goalies sucking, were starters. The Rangers played Louis Ming and Antiranta and uh, Prior. I couldn't pronounce his name. Sorry. Kachetkov. Kachetkov. Um, James F says, TJ, every time you hear a fan that wants Letty back in free agency, just show them that Letty video of the Avalanche in game five. Stop going backwards. I don't want to go backwards. 
I'm totally convinced that UBS is haunted by Ranger ghosts. If they, if they win a cup, uh, expect 80 to 20 Ranger fans next year at UBS Arena. Islanders are on the verge of being doormats again, except about 8,000 to 9,000 average next year at UBS Arena. It'll be a ghost town. Lou won't get anyone big at all. I have no confidence in him at all. Frank is what we call in the trade a negative Nancy. Mm-hmm. Very um, unhappy. Um, and Matt Murray uh, got them a couple of cups. Uh, was it him? I don't think he won two cups for that. I don't think he did it for. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like spectacular goaltending from on his part. I don't believe. Yeah. Uh, man, we're going back in the time machine though. I thought was was Matt Murray the goalie for both of those cup runs? I don't wins? remember. Oh man, I can't remember either. I don't remember. Maybe Flurry only won the one. The early one and Murray won the last two. They won back to back. I do remember that. And then the that was the Capitals won the year after. Something like that. Oh man, we're really going back. Let me see here. He's won two cups, Matt Murray did. Let me see. Um uh-oh. Oh, come on. What years did they win those cups? Well, that's how you know it's been a long evening. They won in well, Let's just say that we don't know and move on. Okay, good idea. Thank you. Um, someone else has got that. Thank you. Also, Goudreau put up 115 points and at the highest plus minus in the NHL. TJ Grump, 40 goals, 75 assists. He's a perfect match for Barzell stylistically as well. TJ, nobody will ever beat the 19 game or 19 playoff series wins the honors achieve. That's a huge stat. Don't undersell it, says Frank. It is. It just doesn't have the same exact pull of 05 cups or four cups. You know what I mean? Like the cups. Like, okay, I've got the cups. You know what I mean? They can get knocked out and bounce in the first round of the playoffs, but the cups. The cups. I think in another universe, the Islanders are Tampa. Maybe. Yeah, it would be it would be a whole nother universe. Was that? It would be a whole nother universe. It would be. Uh, Drew L said, Mike Milbury ruined this franchise. He did. No, not true. Not true. He did. You don't think he sent no. the franchise back 10 years? No, 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 no. The fact that Charles Wong wouldn't spend any money is what sent us back. We lose everybody. <laughs> Mike Milbury apologist? No, I'm not a Milbury apologist. I'm just saying I don't think he ruined the franchise. It starts at the top. He's Mike one Milbury, level under the top. Perfect time to come on this show, Mike Milbury. I know you listen every episode. Angela N says, I, I feel sorry for the kids who don't get to watch those cups. Who didn't get to see those, can cups. Watch those cups. I do. I feel bad for them too. I've lived it. So, I mean, I know what it was like. The, the kids like TJ, they don't know anything. All they know is failure. Uh, Sal P said, Paul Coffey wasn't known for his defense either, just like Kale McCarr. Guess what? You lack a little bit in your own end, but if you spend 90% of the time controlling the puck in the offensive zone, you'll be A-OK. And the Lightning mailing in game one is what it looks like. Oof. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Just one game. Seven-game series. Rangers got to win three more. TJ the waffle cone. Oh, God. And then TJ always cheer for any team to beat the Rangers. Yes. Um, Ariel C says here, see what happens when you have offense. I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah. TJ, have you ever seen the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I have not. The movie tells you a little bit about Charles Manson. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It was Tarantino's last movie, and it kind of plays loosey-goosey with the facts. But, you know, it was, it was interesting. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. 
Um, the kid who won't call it or says, would you guys be willing to trade this year's first round pick? Um, if it's, if it's to help dump salary for them to sign a first line winger, we have, we have money. We have money. We can move guys who have value too. that, that, that I don't think, you know, we overpay them, but would be more valuable to another team. We don't need Varlamov our backup making $5 million a year. We don't need that. We don't need Josh Bailey. We don't need it. Guess what? If you, if you've got a replacement, you don't need a guy like Anthony Bavillier, wildly consistent trade a guy like that. Don't need a guy like Bailey. You could free up cap space. You've got the ability think, to do that. Think about it. You move those three guys plus the 12 million you have. It's $26 million in cap space. You can get yourself a Chikrin at four and a half. You can get yourself a Gaudreau at 11. Back Noah Dobson plus the other players you need. Those, those guys, they're inconsequential. Then you get yourself another forward. Maybe not a, an 11 or $12 million a year guy, but somebody you could pay seven. You can absolutely do that. And then you're ready. You just, people keep on saying, well, you don't have any money. Well, that doesn't, you're not keeping everybody on your team. You got to move some guys off. Drew L says here, to be real, the the Islanders and the Rangers in theory are like the Bloods and the Crips. You root for the other game, you're either killed or, <laughs> or cast it aside. Um, fair enough. Uh, TJ, don't look at me with those Manson Tony Sopranos. Those Manson lamps. Um, do you guys really think it was Barry who told Lou he preferred Letty over Taves? Man, it pissed me. Uh, man, I'd be pissed at Barry if so. Well, he said so publicly. He said it to the freaking media. He said publicly that he liked Nick Letty. He was. He thought he was the second best player on that team by a country mile behind Varlamov, who was the best. But Nick Letty was, you know, the, the second best by a large margin. So he made it known that they wanted to keep Letty, or he wanted to keep Letty. So maybe that had something to play with what we did. Uh, Matthew, I said I'm going to be vomiting each day. Oh man, I'm absolutely blaming TJ if the Rangers win the cup. LOL. Absolutely, told you. God damn it, that will um, be the consensus around here. I'm just saying, if the Rangers win the cup, our fan base from here on it shouldn't be accepting anything less than a cup. The attendance um, of not winning, the acceptance of not winning cup for 39 years is troubling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, this is game freaking over. One of the six two. You know, here's the thing: it doesn't really matter if they won 150 to two today. It only counts as one win. Joseph, what's got that little smiling on. What score? What score did they lose to Toronto the first game of the year? Was it five nothing, six nothing? I don't know. Yeah, they, um, they just bounced with, back. Vinnie said, "By the way, boys, the last Ranger Cup was 1940. The Edmonton Oilers won the Cup oh. in Ranger jerseys." Oh, very good, nice, very true. Messier and Tikkanen. I think Tikkanen was there, and McTavish and Sather was the GM. Yeah, very interesting. Nice one, Vinny. Mm. Um, Grump, I hate the Lightning. They mocked us. Not once, but twice. Let's be real here. Oh, Christopher, I'm trying to help you, and you're you're fighting. You're fighting me on this. You can hate the Lightning too, but you just can't root for the Rangers. Um, Joseph C said, it "Just goes to show you how much of a fraud the President's Trophy winning Panthers were. Three goals in four games is inexcusable." Let's mm. see. I mean, like I said, it's a long series. Vinny L said they bought the cup. Great job. 
one and done for the Broadway Bunnies. Um, the Rangers got for Toronto for a third round pick. We got Kyle Palmieri for a first. Laugh my fucking ass off. Nice job, Lou. Yeah. Because Kyle Palmieri played for the freaking loser Devils. Sorry. I was about to say, I remember when we, when Kyle Palmieri met. sucks. You know what? Uh, Ariel, I'm pissed at you now because I hate that Kyle Palmieri. I kind of put him out of my mind, but now you got me thinking about him again. Just kidding. Anyway. Vitrano. Yeah, I mean, he put up quite a few points. He's, yeah. Vitrano. My God. Mm. Um, the Rangers are going to end up winning the cup. Just, it's just how it goes. We need a new general manager, says Matthew. See, we oh do. I do agree with that. Like I said, you think it's bad now? You ain't seen nothing. <laughs> Unless the Rangers win a cup. If the Rangers win a series, Grump, we can adopt the system that they use to our advantage. Don't you want us to win a cup? You said we're old, slow team. Watching the Rangers beat Tampa is a bonus. Oh, Christopher. <laughs> okay. Listen here, you old uh, bastard, uh, Grump. <laughs> um, I still think this. Uh, I still. I still can't believe the Senators gave us uh, Mika. Is it been a Jed for uh, Derek Broussard? Oh my God, lols. Yeah. Mm. Let's see here. Um, yeah, we That's get how the, you make a hockey trade, by the way. We get the curves references, all those old references, I guess, you're throwing out there. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only one who doesn't get them is you. If Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame, Alex Rodriguez has to make the Hall of Fame. I think they all should. Yeah. They all should. Um, again, uh, they're not in the Hall of Fame because they're all cheaters, Alexander. I hate everyone. Bad news. Every one of those people cheat. Every single one of those players cheat. And here's the thing. They do anything they can up to the razor-thin margin to get the advantage. And sometimes they change what it is because there's always so many rule changes. There's so many, oh, you can use this. You can't use this. So this has this reaction to you. Whenever you use an antler spray, Ray Lewis was using antler spray to recover from torn triceps. And they said, well, holy shit, this son of a bitch got recovered immediately. we got to ban this substance. Obviously, right. that too. Okay. Mike Piazza, Pudge Rodriguez. No, you speak bad. Still Mike Piazza. They they all did it. Everyone from that whole era, they all did it. Nothing wrong with it. They all did it. It's just the way it was. Mm. You know, the only one who get vilified are the ones who were leaked to the press. They were all doing it. Ken Caminetti, rest his soul, came out in the 1990s and said, that 80% of the people at that time, when he was playing in the 80s, when he won a MVP, 80% of the players were using steroids. That's what he said, 80%. Yep. I mean, get, why? Because they see, you know, hey, this guy's. I've been better than Johnny Smith over here. Now, all of a sudden, Johnny Smith is shooting up. He's. I'm sitting on the bench. He's playing. I got to keep up with Johnny Smith. I'm going to do what he's doing. Sure enough, you use it, they start, you know, they stay in the lineup. It just, I don't have a problem with any of them using steroids. I never have. I'd be hypocritical if I said I did. Never did. I don't care. The only person you're hurting in the end is yourself, and that's on you. Put up a Curtis says, boys, 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 I freaking love you. Um, you guys need to do a call and feature again. Andrew Gross wants to call you guys up. Uh, um, Matthew C said, nine days off hurt. The lightning, like it did the Islanders against Carolina a few years ago. Um, did you guys think my impression was accurate? And was it convincing, boys? It was. I liked it. I liked it. 
Um, REC said here, what's up, boys? Tampa sleepwalking. Nice PJs, TJs. It's funny. Messier came out and Chelios before the game said that they thought that in the short term, like today's game, it would hurt Tampa. They'd come out because adrenaline will get you started, and it seems that like what happened today. They came out. They had good adrenaline, good jump, but then by the third period, uh, they'd really struggle with their legs, and it seems like that's exactly what happened. He said, but both of them said by the end of the series, though, the nine-day rest is going to be really beneficial to Tampa Bay, and that's that's the whole thing. If Tampa Bay would have won today, it, they would the Rangers would have got swept. What Bakker said, can we uh, make fun of Mike Smith? Talk about how he looks like a foot. Uh, how she, sh- how how shoddy looks. Cashed out past his prime. ECHL level talent masquerading as an NHLer. I can't disagree with that. Nope. Goon Goon says, Mister Grump, who shot Jr. Oh gosh, who shot Jr. Wasn't it a dream? Was that the dream? Who the hell, no? Some who the hell shot him? Was it Cliff who shot him? Gosh, I forget. I was working a night. That was big. Joseph um, C said, ESPN pisses me off. I'll let you do some research, Grump, as you do that. Uh, Joseph C says, ESPN pisses me off. They must have mentioned Tampa being rusty about 12 times. Yeah, we heard it the first time. Paulo C said, Braden Point being out for Tampa um, is a huge loss. Tonight, it was a big game for the Rangers. Now, they have a chance to get past and beat Tampa. Nick D said, if you come to Vancouver, the curve. There's a few Islander fans um, that would be that would be your tour guide, Grumpy. Look at you! You got the. I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go to Vancouver. Joe said, "TJ to be rich," and and, just, and and I just had no idea. No, that's not it. Um, you know, Frank says ESPN sucks in so many ways, including the. Oh, uh, we don't talk about politics, Frank. Well, he didn't either. He just said they're debag politics. <clears throat> yeah, fair enough. Um, and then Frank says here, TJ, you got to hear the explanation that they give you for that Colorado goal. I'm sure it's BS. Um, I'll take it. Oh, grumpy NHL 22 still thinks that Simon Holstrom has top six potential. What does it tell you about what they think? after this coming season? Try to sign Tarasenko after. Is there any chance that we can move Bailey Bellos and wild to St. Louis for Tarasenko and also sign Johnny Goudreau or Forsberg? They find a taker for Varlamov, and they have Schneider as the back. We need Schneider blows. Schneider yeah, sucks. I was about to say, we need somebody else. I, I don't want Sorokin to have to pay 82 games next year. we got to have somebody else. Here's my question. Why would St. Louis that, Yeah, that's what, that's that nowhere deal. near enough. They would need St. Louis would need Scott Mayfield, bare minimum, and plus. Tarasenko's come back, and he was healthy. You could have got maybe a sweetheart deal for Tarasenko this last offseason if you wanted to pony the hell up because everybody's worried, oh, man, three shoulder surgeries in a row. I don't know. This probably looks like an issue. And then the real doctor comes out. When doctors, as Grumpy says, come out and vouch and say, I found the problem. I fixed it. It's like when they found a problem for Sidney Crosby, they said, it's actually this. We believe it's this is the issue. It's not concussions. It's this that's causing the issue. People are skeptical. And like that, it's fixed. When they come out there and they definitively say this is the issue, that fixes the problem. When the private doctor came out, not a team doctor, not somebody affiliated with the NHL, an actual person in practice, a third party who came out and did the surgery and said, no, it's fixed. That told me all I needed to know. That guy's not putting his rep on the line, you know, saying, oh, absolutely, he's going to be fixed. Not happening. By the way, TJ, it was Kristen 
who shot JR. That was a huge episode. That was like the biggest episode. Dallas was the biggest TV show for a long time. I was working Friday night, so I never really got to see it. And it was before, God, no, I guess there were VCRs and the uh, stuff like that. But I never, I never watched Dallas. So, um, but that was big. J.R. Ewing um, got shot, and it was a cliffhanger till the next year. And it wound up being Kristen Stewart, who was a former mistress of his, uh, who shot him. You're talking another language. Um, is Colorado's coach even important? Laugh my ass off. Like, who is that guy? You never heard about Colorado's coach, like, ever. Only the players. The Islanders' identity the last three years has been Barry Trotz, not the players. That's sad. Mm. Uh, Bednar is the coach. He's been there a long time for Colorado as well. Matthew S. says here, these stupid assholes doing that chant. They doing Pot Fan Sucks again? What a shock. They were doing Pot Fan Sucks today? They were doing that in Game 7 against Carolina. I, I tell you what, Dennis Potvin, what does it tell you? What does it tell you? We're just we're in their heads still to this day. That it never goes away. It never goes away. And now the crazy Potvin, thing is kids who never saw freaking Potvin make that chant. And 10, 20 years from now, they're still gonna be making that chant. And 40, 50 years from now, when nobody alive has ever seen Potvin play live, are still gonna be making that chant. I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna make sure I watch the game. You know, if Darren Dennis Potvin passes away and the Islanders play the Rangers, I know they'll do a trip. I know the Rangers will do a tribute for him. And I want to see if the fans do Potvin socks. I almost think they should. They should do Potvin socks for good times. It's almost like Acknowledging how great he was. Yep. And they know how great he was. They know how great he was. Greatest defenseman in Islander history. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. The kid who won a caller said, uh, so TJ doesn't know Thurman Munson, Charles Manson, or get Jaws references. I'm not sure to laugh or cry. How do you put up with this grump? It's difficult. It is so difficult. Offensive back Cooper. That's right, Alexander. Offensive back Cooper was the best one, though. He was so sure. Oh, DB defensive back Cooper. What? Oh my gosh. Huh. Matthew, I said, thank God my uncle down near Tampa is a Jersey fan. Obviously, he's rooting for Tampa here. Um geez. Grump, have you guys ever seen the Rock of Ages? I never saw a Rock. Now, Jack Black? No. No. Oh. No. Rock okay. of Ages was a Broadway play. And I, it was made into a movie. And I want to say Tom Cruise was in it, but it was not a well-received movie. McQueen is an all-time legend. Pony Bacurta says, Grumpy, who wins an arm wrestling match? You or AJ Malesko? Grumpy, you're past your peak, Okay, man. no, I'd beat AJ Malesko. You know how I know? Butch beat her in a fucking face-off drill, and she's like six six foot taller and way bigger and strong, and he just bodied her ass off. I'd do anything. I'd cheat. I don't give a shit. I'd do anything. Beat her. No way I'm losing that. Oh, like, are you going to pull her hair as you're doing it? Like, oh, I won! Okay. Now, here's the thing. I'm not anti-woman. I'm not. But I remember when my son was wrestling in uh, middle school, some moron, and I'm just going to say it's a parent, had his daughter wrestling against the boys. And I'm like, first of all, why would you do that? I mean, she was a really beautiful young lady. And I'm watching as they're warming up, you know, you the kids, you know, they start warming up when their matches are coming up and you see it coming, you know, I'm watching and I'm counting I'm like, holy shit, there's the girl. And I'm like, three matches off. I'm like, uh-oh, two. I'm like, holy shit. And I went down to my son, and I'm like, dude, I don't care what you do. You cannot lose to that girl. If you do, 
we're going to have to change schools and move out of town. And he did beat her, thank goodness. Uh, so I named him the intergender champion in middle school wrestling when he was wrestling. And I felt bad for the girl because, you know, she was getting beat by everyone and she wasn't happy about it. And I just, and you know, that's not the mom saying, Hey, it's, like, it's sometimes like where it's like, okay, sometimes maybe she loved wrestling, but I, again, I don't know this story at all, but you feel like sometimes like middle school is still that weird age to where sometimes parents force their kids to do certain things yeah. because they live vicariously through that. Maybe it's, they never had a, a son and they're like, Oh, dad always wanted their kid to wrestle. So I wrestle or I like WWE. So I'm, I don't know. It's one of those weird ones. Maybe it's, I don't know. I, I don't know how many, I don't, if he's in the stands watching, I don't know how many cross faces that he wanted his daughter to take oh, against my son, but it's like, dude, you cannot lose to her. I uh, believe me, they'd run you out of that school. You know, he went to a Catholic school, and it's like, no, it cannot happen. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I don't care what you do, you cannot lose to her. Oh. The kid who the kid who wanted to call her said, "So TJ doesn't know Steve McQueen, Charles Manson, Shannon Tate, or Thurman Munson. How do you put up with the girl?" Okay, there's an additional one added there. I can't believe how bad Kazam was. That that's was a, a, that that's was a superhero a, movie. Um, what the hell? Shaq. Shaq was in it, I believe. Um, they can beat these guys. They win the cup. WTF? Um, Just Kyler Yamamoto is five eight, one hundred and fifty pounds, soaking wet. He's a top six forward for Edmonton. Is he really five eight? I didn't think he was that small. He's not a big guy. Small. I didn't know he was that small. But, I mean, he can score. He can skate and he can score. It helps. Yeah, he's 5'8", 155 pounds. Wow. Really? He should call us 5'6", I think. No. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Move on. Oh, yeah. no, he's, he's small. He's short. He's short. He's, he's covered five foot seven. He's okay. covered five foot seven. Um, by the way, I will not accept anything less than a cup this year. After after the last two years, mm. um, John P. The scholarly gentleman says, "Hello, gentlemen. The great escape. A gr uh, McQueen riding oh, that motorcycle at the end of the movie. Great. And he used to do his own stunts too. He jump over the barbed wire fence. Eventually, he gets shot down and he gets tangled up in the fence. But yeah, man, over oh, that motorcycle, just jumping that. Oh." Great, great movie back says, then. I can't believe I'm rooting for Tampa. I mean, I want to see the West win, obviously, but if the Rangers win this year, God, I'm hoping they won't. This would be such a hard pill to swallow for Islander fans. It'll be brutal. It'll be brutal. Absolutely love the shirt, Grumpy. You're a good man. It's the truth. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm just going to show that up. We're not reading that for the people who listen to it, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Porter Curtis. It brought me a laugh. I just wanted to show Grumpy. Um, was said earlier on the radio, never say you have house money because you never know if you'll ever get it back. True. Um, he spelled flurry on one of those cups. Um, uh, TJ, the four cups, the Islanders, in the Islander years, that team was so good. There was no doubt in each series they played. Not one series was in doubt, except for, you know, the 1982 against Pittsburgh in the first round. Yeah. Where Canelli scored two goals right at the end and then the overtime one. Tonto had a good day in court. Is that Jack, Jack, whatever his name is? Um, Johnny Depp. Depp. I don't know what happened. He won. So 
Oh, he won. Good. He deserved to because that psycho bitch. He was awarded fifteen million. Oh, only fifteen million. That doesn't hardly pay the bills. I, well, I mean, think about all the. the all yeah, but the, he lost his freaking career. I was about to say he lost. He lost the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is I like mean, how much does he make in each one of those movies? A lot more than fifteen million. I mean, mm. that that woman just a freaking skank. And honestly, she sets back the Me Too movement because. You know, when you get exposed like that, then people, what if somebody else comes out and makes a claim and they're like, oh, geez, look at the Amber Heard thing. Look what she did, just making that shit up. It hurts everybody when you lie like that. It doesn't help when you lie, that's for sure. No. Uh, Tampa only won because of COVID years, boys. It doesn't count in the Vasilevsky's on performance enhancing drugs. Oh, gosh. The Beach Joys were friends with Charlie. Yeah, it was uh, uh, Dennis uh, Wilson was friends with Charlie and they kind of moved into his house and he moved out. Um, and then they wound up leaving, but yeah, there was, that was a problem. He says, have you seen, he also does use illegal equipment, but have you seen the loom in his eyes? He's either on performance. He's either <laughs> methamphetamine or he's a serial killer. There's no in between uh, the Islanders stroke out twice. The New York team will beat Tampa. Oh, it's just one game. As I said, one game. I do firmly believe, you know, the, the more rest is going to be better long term. And you're right. I think the fresh legs are going to really prevail over the longevity of the series. I think that that the Rangers going seven is you're going to win the first game. You should come out because it's like, hey, we've been doing this, doing this, doing this. And then you kind of get stuffed up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Drew L said, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Barry coaching this team was the best thing that happened to him. Now Barry is the most overrated coach in the NHL. Yeah, I think Barry benefited actually more from coaching us than – not that we didn't benefit from him because they changed the culture, which is huge. But I never thought Barry Trotz was the greatest coach in the league. Now they talk about him like he's a coaching god. He's not. He's not. Mm. Um, Andrew said, come on, guys. Uh, this dumb learning thing from the Rangers argument, we learned firsthand that the Rangers skating circles around us. Yeah, I, I, I think I had I, – I, I don't think we're ever going to like, oh, we, we learned what it takes. I will tell you one thing. I'd like to think that with just how many of these fast, up-pace, you know, up-tempo style offenses that are successful in the, in the, the conference finals this year, that should have been the wake-up call for Barry. If it hasn't dawned on him yet, says, oh, hold on a second. The Rangers don't play any defense, but have a fantastic goal. Okay, they're in the Eastern Conference. Oh, oh, okay. Edmonton plays no defense, and they have a shitty goal. Okay, they're in the Eastern Conference. Oh, Colorado has no goalie, and they play lackadaisical. Oh, they're in the Eastern. They're in the Western Conference Finals. That should be the wake up call. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. Alexander says Piazza Pedro Martinez didn't cheat. Okay, there's always Piazza's been rumors. A big man. There was always rumors that Piazza did, without a doubt. Pedro, no. Pudge didn't cheat. No, Alexander. Pudge definitely. Pudge absolutely, cheated. definitely. I mean, did. No, man. Look at that guy. He was definitely using Pudge Rodriguez for yeah, certain. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Christian Shepard and Mary Crosby. Yeah. Johnny on the spot. Johnny, Johnny. John, I knew John would know. He's back. John's from my era, man. John is smart, um, too. Have you guys watched the new Caesar Stranger Things? It's captivating, truly some amazing riveting. I did. I watched it. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I the warden, she wanted to watch. Uh, I said, Do you want to watch Stranger Things? She usually doesn't want to watch anything. She's like freaking Mikey from the life commercials. But she's like, Yeah, I'll sure we'll give it a shot. And 
We're in episode five of season one, and she's already starting. So that's stupid. I'm like, I've seen a lot of things start making sense now. Yeah, I've I watched season one before, and maybe a couple episodes of season two, but I said, well, I'll rewatch it with the warden, and she's already given me a little fight back on a little bite back. I don't know how it's going to turn. I just might force her ass to watch, honestly. Uh, oh man, uh, Matthew said most fans don't know why they do that. They that don't. Seems... They have no idea. It's stupid. I get news for you. Pod fan never sucked. They, the Rangers fans, know that. They do. They know it. It's and Potvin, I know he loves it. I mean, he I think he actually loves it now. Whenever they see him, they chant it at him. But I think they do it with smiles now, honestly. Alexander said, I wonder who would win in an ice wars, TJ or Adrian Malesko. Come on. Come yeah, on. I know Ronda Rousey would whip TJ's ass. Yeah, okay. Uh Max P said, Good evening, fellas. TJ shaved off the flavor, the flavor saver. Oh God. Looks good, bro. Thank you, Max. Appreciate it. Um Grump gives no mercy. To Wayman, he feeds off of oh oh god, he feeds off a of weakness like the predator and the alpha he is. Oh god, I can't stand hearing that Rangers goal song anymore. The nightmare has to end. The, the Rockies and the Marlins combined for twenty five runs. I hope a lot of them came on my fantasy team players. JT Ramirez says, "Go Rangers!" Um, yeah, Tom Cruise, Alec Baldwin, and the comedian was married to Katy Perry. And that comedian was married, and the, and the comedian was married to Katy Perry, and was also on get him to the greek russell brand i like i like russell brand um i like him. i like his i like his youtube videos he puts out in there too honestly oh. not gonna lie i wonder what's going to happen with the sean watson now that johnny depp won his case there's those civil suits are still going through I, they filed a new, a new one came forward recently 23rd yeah, see, that's the nfl is going to bury that kid i just have a feeling you think so I think they're going to suspend him for I don't know how many games. He's kept his nose clean, kept out of the media. This is not – that's not good news. What's the one thing the NFL doesn't want? They don't want bad coverage. They just yep. don't want it. Greedy mm. pigs. Hot Vins Cups. Um, we all know we beat Tampa in game one. Also, how did that turn out? That's true. TJ Grump, name your Islanders all-time team. Oh, no. Not no. today, Alexander. Not today. Bring that, bring that forward the next time. Yeah. We may be on this next Saturday. We might not be. Just depends on what's going on with my internet. Then, when we then go TJ's on. going on sabbatical again. I'm going. But TJ, you will post to the people if it's not coming on, right? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Maybe we'll do one. Maybe you can do one in, uh, in Cancun. Do one. A little drink sesh. Um, John P says, I'm 58, nine years old. Grumpy old man spent 29 of those on Long Island. We are definitely the same era, Grumpy. Absolutely same era. I've been watching on Epics this show called Bridge and Tunnel, uh, written, directed by Ed Burns, and it brings back so many memories from the 1970s. It's great mm. so far. Grump, we're here. Oh, no, don't be sorry, Alexander. No, I'm just like, I saw it was that late. And I'm like, we'll have to bring that up next time because I like that idea. We're in the offseason. I like talking about yes. stuff like this, but it's just yes. like, I just like, oh man, I, I got I got to do some homework on that too if I want the first through fourth line. And it's like, hey, are we picking the best four, or maybe we'll pick the best first liners, best second liners, best third liners, best fourth line. I already know my first line. I already know it. Who's going to be? Uh, no, I'm not even going to get that. I, I know it's easy, but yes. Um, in fact, I'll be back on Long Island. July 8th through the 15th. Nice. Um, but Grumpy, we're here at the end of the show. What do you want to say before we wrap things up today? 
I just want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the grumpy old man. Oh, thank you, Grumpy, for being a part of the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in. Um, again, we'll try to keep you best in touch with what the schedule looks like. Maybe having one on Saturday evening. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, if we don't, we'll see you when I return back. Not next, not this Wednesday upcoming, but the Wednesday after. Um, until then, uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy some great hockey action in the playoffs. Some great West Coast and Eastern or Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you again, Grump. And if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe, like on Facebook, and follow on Twitter. We go live tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you give that a check out in the link in the description below or as a featured page on our YouTube channel called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. We'll see you there tomorrow at 9. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and thank you, Grumpy. My pleasure. Well, thank you, man.